Do you want to know the secret to putting extra money back in your pocket? Then switch your car insurance. And now you can make one phone call and shop dozens of insurance companies. Just like buying airline tickets, where it's easy to make one call that has all the best deals. We have great deals with most of the major top-rated insurance companies. We are your superstore for car insurance. We've switched people from their expensive car insurance plans and saved them hundreds of dollars a year. If you think you're paying too much for your car insurance, call now. It's easy to switch, and in five minutes, yes, just five minutes, you'll learn how much money you can save on your car insurance. Save yourself some money this year. Call now for your car insurance. Call e-insurance now for your free car insurance quote. 800-298-9093. That's 800-298-9093. You guys, it's Rick Tittle! All right, uh, pack it up, pack it in. Let me begin. Let's do a show. Let's do a three-hour show, tour. Sure, put the names together or the words. I'm Rick Tittle, off to a flying start, as always. Just hitting 9.07 on the clock here in San Francisco, wherever you might happen to be listening. It's great to have you. It's good afternoon in New York. I'm walking here. What are you looking at? Oh, look at this guy. Oh, by the way, I went to the Majestic Deli at Times Square, <clears throat> and um, when I was there for uh, Army Navy, and um, a friend of mine in line behind me is like, "Yeah, can I just get two eggs?" And they're like, yeah, "How you want them? Over easy or what?" He's like, "No, I just want two raw eggs. I'm gonna crack them into a glass and just drink them like Rocky." They're like, "Okay, so fried? No. Oh, you want hot boiled?" No, can you just hand me two eggs? Just two eggs. I don't understand. He's like, five times so funny. Like, oh, oh, you just want two eggs. You're going to crack them. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Scrambled eggs. That's what they gave him. <laughs> the Majestic Deli at Times Square. What are you looking? All right. New York, everybody else. Wherever you are, it's time to talk sports and other stuff. What an eclectic mix. Connor Maynard is a huge star in England. And uh, is uh, creeping over to the United States. He's got a tour coming up. He's going to be starting off here in California very, very soon. He'll join us at 925. We'll also have Darius Holland, uh, who is a Army chaplain, former NFL defensive tackle. Writer Mara Grunbaum, that's German for Green Tree, she'll join us. Uh, Bay Area rocker Megan Slankard, the pride of Tracy, California, will come in. Her new single is called California. And uh, Liz Mealy, the lovely and talented comedian, in studio because she's at the Punchline here in San Francisco, down on Battery. And uh, she'll be in. In between all that, your calls, 1-800-878-PLAY. we got an open segment to begin things, so don't be shy. At 1-800-878-7529. Tune in app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app, and Twitch Top TV. Come on back. 
Staples has everything for school at great prices. So this year, you won't go back to school. You'll be ready to move forward into art class. A four-foot replica of the Statue of Liberty using elbow macaroni. With glue and art supplies from Staples. By tomorrow. Right now at Staples, one-inch binders are only $1.99 each. Plus, select backpacks are 50% off. Everything on your list at amazing prices. Staples, this year we're not going back. We're going forward to school. In-store only ends a 27 limit 30 on binders. How would you like to publish and sell your own audiobook? Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. You'll choose from one of our many voice actors. Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Consumers are mobile these days, and having an audiobook helps authors reach a larger customer base, which increases book sales. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network does it all for you. We hold your hand throughout the entire production process. We'll create an audiobook that you can be proud of. It doesn't cost or take as much time as you may think. In fact, for us, it's pretty easy. It's what we do. If you've got a published print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, give Audiobook Network a call right now and get our free audiobook guide. 800-514-0521. 800-514-0521. That's 800-514-0521. Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417-800-871-9417-800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. With our newest Unlimited plan, everyone's welcome. Introducing Welcome Unlimited from Verizon for just $30 a line per month for four lines with auto pay plus taxes and fees. Our best priced Unlimited plan ever. Did he say $30? Yep, $30 a line for the whole family. The network you want, the price you love. Switch to Verizon today. Paper-free billing required. Unlimited 5G nationwide 4G LTE. In times of congestion, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. All smartphone lines on the account must be on Welcome Unlimited and are eligible only for select promotions. Includes domestic talk, text, and data usage only. Data roaming at 2G speeds. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. All right, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, 1-800-878-PLAY is the number to call coast-to-coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's great to start off our show with Erica Huggins. She's here to talk about a new six-part docuseries on Peacock called The End is Nigh, and um, starring uh, Bill Nye, the science guy, and produced by 
Seth McFarlane as well. Erica, welcome to the program. First of all, tell us how you get your your fingers uh, involved. Uh, what 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 are you doing with this whole process here? Um, hi, Rick. It's nice to meet you. Thanks for having me. Uh, you know, I run Seth's company. I'm his partner at Fuzzy Door Entertainment, and you know, mostly uh, we have uh, a lot of a lot of conversations all all the time about things that. I'm interested in, Seth's interested in. On this particular show, uh, Seth had an idea after being home during the pandemic, watching all the disasters happening on the news, and there was no outlet to figure out how to cope with them. And so the idea sort of sprang from that, from the idea of let's get people scared because that's what we like to be. We like to get scared. But we also like to understand how to help and change what is happening to us. So that's how this happened. My involvement is, you know, writers, picking writers, talking about ideas, um, and making sure that, that the things that we're trying to get off the ground actually get off the ground. So um, that, that's, my, that's my part of this. When you think about all the natural disasters out there, and a lot of them, we have still just a rudimentary understanding of them. So to get six standalone episodes, what was the vetting process process like? Did you have four, and you think, okay, we're going to add two, or did you have like ten, and you had to like cut four? What was it like in the selection? We had probably 20 mm. um, that we started out with, and then we started to... Uh, whittle it down. Um, and part of that process had to do with, you know, where we could find the best um, scientists who could talk about some of these things now, who could help us understand the science behind it, but also how to mitigate some of these things. Um, and so we ended up, you know, we had talked about doing a pandemic episode, but it felt <laughs> it felt like we were in the middle of it. Uh, and it wasn't, it wasn't work. It wasn't quite ready to talk about it uh, from a bigger point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, we ended up cutting it down to six, and, you know, there's, there's more to, to talk about, for sure. This, by the way, is debuting on uh, Peacock today, the uh, NBC streaming service. When you uh, think about Bill Nye, of course, obviously, he is a vet. He's a proven commodity he's money in the bank but for him this is a little bit out of his comfort zone i would imagine you almost turn him into a little bit of a of a superhero what was that process like (laughs) well i think that he's kind of a national treasure i mean there is a a a experience we had at comic-con um where you know the the kids were so excited to see bill nye but Everybody from, you know, up until the, the grandparents who were in the audience had also grown up, you know, watching Bill Nye the Science Guy. So um, it, was, it was kind of an ex- exciting moment to see how many people had grown up with him or had experienced him. This show is slightly different for Bill because he gets to be, he sort of reinvented himself, you know, as a, um, not just an ex- of science, but he gets to go act. He gets to actually go through the disaster, and we, in an entertaining way, get to kill Bill every episode, <laughs> and then 
uh, in the first half of the episode. In the second half of the episode, he comes back to tell us how to how to fix it, how to you know how to change the events that happened to either mitigate it or or to survive it. And so there's there's a lot of hope and fun at the center of each of the episodes. Now, we can't mention Seth MacFarlane without thinking there's going to be a humorous bent to it, and I did see one publicity shot <laughs> where Bill, uh, Bill Nye is sitting at a lovely outdoor wedding, and then behind the altar is massive plumes of volcanic <laughs> ash. So is this kind of, uh, you know, this might be a very stupid question, but is this the type of thing that is CGI to make it look cool, or is he actually sitting at a wedding while a volcano's going off? No, we created um, most of the visual effects. Um, we also used sound footage and, you know, and um, documentary footage um, that we would enhance to make it work for our show in particular. But I would say, you know, 60% of the visual effects we created in-house, and that all came from Brandon Braga. He was the director, the showrunner, and the writer on all the episodes. Well, great stuff. I know you got to run. I want to make sure everybody is able to check it out. Debuting today on Peacock, The End Is Nye. That's N-Y-E, of course, because it's Bill Nye and uh, a six-part series, and it's going to be great entertainment and, as always, funny and informative. It has it all. And we've been speaking to the woman behind the project, Erica Huggins. Erica, thank you so much for your time, and congratulations on the show. Thank you, Rick. It's a pleasure. All right, thank you, my pleasure. And you think about how popular Bill Nye is. You know, a lot of these things are, are uh, I mean, you could take somebody who you've never heard of, like Dick Hertz will do all these, uh, <laughs> he'll go to a fake wedding with a plumes behind him, and you're like, eh, I'll pass. That's what star power does. <clears throat> That's why I say money in the bank. And I remember in college they talked about that, how if any of us went down to the corner and said, uh, hey, let's, uh, let's say save the whales, right? And we'd hold a sign that said, save the whales. People would just drive by. No one would care. No one would even notice. But if Tom Cruise held a sign that said, save the whales, then it would be like, what's going on, Tom? And you'd have all these ENG, ENG crews out there, electronic news gathering crews out there but also if you think about um the uh the deal with a guy like bill nye there are a lot of people who sort of feel like you know if you don't have your career going by the time you're 30 that you're done which is ridiculous because bill nye is a guy do you care how old he is now you don't if you've got something to offer entertainment wise if you're compelling that way it doesn't matter how old you are now, if Bill Nye was just starting out, would he be able to do it? I don't know. Maybe. But uh, anyway, what are you saying, Rick? I'm saying I'm doing the same thing. Rick Tittle, the science nipple. And uh, I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to go through all sorts of... Uh, we'll see. It'll be on my YouTube channel, which I don't have. All right. Let's do this. Let's take a break, and we will come on back, and we'll get ready for Connard Maynard, who is a huge star in the UK and uh, is on his way to America. Come on back. Mom and dad are pressure loving Pam at the house where they come when they can't 
They promised you love tales that you apart. I wonder if my parents will ever be apart. My mommy got the night. I trail the fear and that is why my daddy swims Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? We can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents or having to waste time showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your house to foreclosure. If you have equity in your home, we'll buy your home and give you cash within days. All in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call now before your situation gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just need anymore and get the cash you need today. Call this number now. 800-950-8218. That's 800-950-8218. Paid for by Want to Sell. Listen up, guys. Are you experiencing any of the following? Fatigue, less drive, poor performance? If so, you may be one of the nearly 30 million men in the U.S. today dealing with ED. But did you know you don't have to pay hundreds for a prescription anymore? And you don't have to deal with the hassle of seeing the doctor or the embarrassment of going to the pharmacy for a certain pill. Now, with one free call, you can find out how Herbal Virility Max can help you feel like a man again. For over a decade, Herbal Virility Max has helped guys just like you put a smile back on their face with improved performance and drive. Call today and ask about our buy one, get one free offer. 800-761-9334. 800-761-9334. That's 800-761-9334. My friends are trying to get me out, but the pain of the heartbreak is much too loud. Cause when
right, there's a little bit of uh, Connor Maynard, who we are trying to find, and uh, when we <laughs> when we find him, we will throw him on the air, <clears throat> and we'll do that uh, as soon as we uh, corral him. Uh. Bad news in the NBA. Chet Holmgren is out for the season. Yes, the number two overall pick. A guy who, uh, coming out of Gonzaga, people said he's too skinny. He looks so fragile. I don't trust him to bang in the paint. But he's intriguing. What if he grows into his body, puts on a little muscle, eats some cheeseburgers, downs a bunch of frosted donuts every day maybe we can bulk him up and um he uh suffered a Lise Franck injury I remember when um Darren McFadden had the same thing Liz Frank Liz Franck Lise Franck <clears throat> and it happened in a pro-am game general manager Sam Presti OKC who spent that number two pick on the Gonzaga Bulldog uh, said, quote, we certainly are disappointed for Chad, especially given all the excitement that he had been getting about on the floor with his teammates this season. And we know Chad will have a long career ahead of him within this organization and the Oklahoma City community. One of the things that impressed us during the process of selecting Chad was his determination and focus. We expect that same tenacity will carry him through this period of time as we work together to support him during his rehabilitation. And Holmgren was playing in uh, Seattle at Jamal Crawford's The Crossover Pro-Am, with a W. And at one point, he went up to defend LeBron James at the rim. He appeared to land a little bit awkwardly and limped his way back down the court, and he soon left the game. And then the event was called off due to condensation on the court, which didn't seem to be related to the uh, the injury. But it's sort of like, can you play against the big boys? Well, who are the big boys? Well, the big boys are LeBron James. And it was a very innocuous-looking thing. He came down, and he just kind of hopped a little bit on his left foot. And <clears throat> so everyone said, oh, my gosh, he suffered ligament damage. Well, they had to be seen. And this is, of course, terrible news. And Holmgren had looked impressive during the summer league in Salt Lake and Vegas and getting more excitement for his NBA debut. I don't understand. And I think this really is going to stop these type of things. No, I don't want to say stop, but all these different little charity programs that people have, how much basketball do you want to play? You know, the season is still a long ways away. Do you want to rest a little bit? But that first game, <clears throat> Holmgren came out in Salt Lake Summer League, dropped 23 points, 7 rebounds, 4 assists, and more importantly, 6 blocks. And he was averaging 2 blocks a game over the whole summer. And you can only read so much into summer league stats. We know that. But the entire reason he was drafted was his impact on differentiating the way games will be played. In other words, when you attack the Thunder, are you going down the lane? And if there's a guy there that's going to be blocking your shot, you might think twice. So 
as I said, when you are seven feet tall and you don't weigh 200 pounds, that was the knock. Seven foot, 195. That ain't good. That is really unhealthy, to tell the truth. But a lot of people will use this injury to say, I told you so, I was right. To me, it looked like a fluke um, landing on somebody's foot under the basket to happen to anyone. But it's a, um, <clears throat> it's not, uh, it's not great. We also had a, a very interesting trade, which I don't like as a Warrior fan. And the Lakers are expected now to finalize a trade that's sending Taylor Horton Tucker and Stanley Johnson to the Jazz for Patrick Beverly. Patrick Beverly is a little gnat. As they say, when you're, I remember my coach when I played high school basketball, 1979. I know I'm old. Dominic winced. 1947. He's all, he'd always go, get in his jock, get in his jock. Like, I'd rather not, but I understand what he was saying. Patrick Beverly will get in your jock. That's what type of a pesky defender he is. And then the other thing is, is every once in a while, Patrick Beverly will shoot a three and hit it, and you're like, what's going on? It's like guys when Marty McSorley would score a goal, and you're like, oh, I guess you do have a stick. You do more than fight. But Beverly was dealt to the Jazz from the T-Wolves in the Rudy Gobert trade. So, yeah, when you say, wait a minute, you, they got him from the Jazz, I know. Me too. I forgot he was on the Jazz because he never played for him. But the Jazz embarking big time on a rebuild. <clears throat> and you think about it, this is a very rare win-win trade because the Lakers, their window is now. Any team LeBron is on is a now window. And the Jazz need Patrick Beverly like a hole in the head because even if they make the playoffs, they're not going to do anything. They don't have Gobert anymore. They're trying to get rid of Donovan Mitchell. And Danny Ainge, we talked about that yesterday with the Knicks, that perhaps, you know, you you think about what you're getting back and then all the draft picks, uh, five number ones, two unprotected, three protected. He wants four unprotected. So this is a rebuild, but... You know, one of the best, toughest veteran perimeter defenders you're going to find. And he just makes a lot of sense on this Lakers roster now because the Lakers had all sorts of issues last year. They they lost 49 games last year. All right. We got him better late than never. Let's have a couple of minutes with the huge pop star out of England. It's Connor Maynard. He's going to be at the Great American Music Hall here in San Francisco on uh, September 11th. Connor, welcome to the uh, show. Rick Tittle with you in San Francisco. You're going to be starting off in San Diego. You're going to go to L.A. You're going to work yourself up the coast and then do a uh, a tour of the U.S. You're going to do Texas, D.C., New York. How excited are you, my man? I'm super excited, bro. Super excited. I'm, I'm, I'm hitting a bunch of places I've never even been to before, let alone uh, performed there. Um, it's kind of the most dates I've ever done in North America on a tour before. So, yeah, bro, I'm, I'm excited to see a lot of hopefully familiar faces in the cities that I've already performed in and obviously not a lot of new faces as well. So, yeah. You know, it's interesting that you're already like, a you know, 10 years in or more. And you're like a veteran even though you're still young. But I would think that one of your – when you kind of looked said, well, I've made it now. When you saw that Harry Kane followed you on Twitter, did you say, okay, I've made it? <laughs> 
that was yeah, that was one. That was one of the moments. That was definitely a pinnacle um, for me. I feel like I've had, I've had like loads of little moments. Where that time I remember, I remember Ed Sheeran tweeting one of my covers like years ago. Um, there's been like a lot of different moments where it's kind of been like, oh wow. Uh, Rio Ferdinand, who's another another uh, kind of Manchester United legend, yeah. uh, he DM'd me like I think about a year ago, like out of the blue. So that was that was pretty uh, that was pretty funny. And then I think I was on, I was on a plane once, and and Rihanna kind of tapped on my chair and was like, "Oh, congratulations for everything." I was like, "Oh, thanks so much." Wow. <laughs> I've, had, I've had a few moments where I've been like, "Wow, like this is this is pretty cool." In 2019, I'm a Tottenham man, and I followed Spurs down to the Amex and saw them lose to Brighton and Hove Albion. Uh, great little stadium down there. And yes. uh, I know it's hard for the Albion to stay up, but they are a plucky side. Did you grow up a huge fan of the Seagulls? I actually was. I mean, I grew up in Brighton, but I, I actually don't really follow football that closely. My, my Basically, when I was a lot younger, my... My grandmother bought me a Manchester United T-shirt. I don't really know why. I think it was mainly just to wind up my my dad. But um, <laughs> but essentially, I supported Man U from like quite a young age. But my dad uh, is an Arsenal supporter, and he hates Man U so much. He basically like forbid me from watching them in the house. So I, I basically couldn't follow them. So I kind of just gave up and did music <laughs> instead. <laughs> well, you can follow the three the three lions. Everybody agrees on them, right? Exactly, exactly. At least I could watch uh, the World Cup and the Euros. That was about it. <laughs> <laughs> so what are people in store for if they get out to the Great, Amusing, Great American Music Hall? What are they going to see, Connor? Well, I mean, hopefully they're going to hear all the songs you know, that, they, that, they, that they bought their ticket for. I'm hoping that I make sure that I try and you know, deliver the performance that they're all hoping is going to be a bunch of kind of the older, like more classics of my, my songs and then the, the kind of new stuff that's... that's it's been released in the last few years. It's just, it's just going to be a mixture of everything, really. I think that, um, you know, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to kind of putting together a new set list and putting together a new kind of structure for the show. And, and, and like, I hope I hit as many, as many moments that they can remember as possible. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, everybody should get out and see Connor Maynard. He's got an amazing world-class voice. This is why he's doing his U.S. tour. And as I said, if you're in San Francisco on September 11th at the Great American Music Hall at uh, 7 o'clock, Connor, congratulations on your uh, success and have a great time in America. Thank you so much, man. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Sure, no doubt. And, um, you know, a lot of times I'll talk to somebody from England and, you know, he's born and raised in Brighton. So I just figured uh, Brighton and Hove Albion were his team, but... A lot of times your dad will brainwash you, you know, and his dad luckily didn't brainwash him into Arsenal, so he was able to avoid that. <laughs> but I remember my mom and dad bought me a Manchester United shirt because my friend Danny was an exchange student when I was in the eighth grade, and they went to England, and I thought, oh, yeah, that's a soccer team. Just think how close. If I would have dedicated myself to them. Ew, front runner. All right, maybe not now. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. We'll come on back with Darius Holland on Sports Pilot. Darling, you're shining, you're perfect to me. But you're sad with your girls and they won't let you leave. So meet me over. So me over. been putting back a few and a few becomes a few too many for a moment you think of calling for a ride but nah you live nearby what's the worst that could happen you get pulled over 
Your insurance goes up. You lose your license. You total your car. You kill someone. The results of driving drunk are tragic. That's why law enforcement is out there looking for impaired drivers to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by NHTSA. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495 That's 800-788-1495 Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. How do you make the most of your land? If you ask the Wrens, who run with us on a John Deere mower, they tell you... I mow first, then I do all the trimming. But the Hubbards, who work behind the wheel of a John Deere compact tractor, would say... If it's something you want, just go after it and try it. Then there's the Mosers, who may mention from the seat of their John Deere Gator UTV... You can't be all working up, play. There are millions of ways to make the most of your land. Learn how to make the most of yours at Deere.com. Nothing runs like a deer. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about it. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now, back to Fat Boy. All right, that hurts my feelings. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Speaking of that, it's our great pleasure to welcome Captain Darius Holland, U.S. Army, to the show. He is here uh, to talk about being an Army chaplain, but he also 
had a uh, very interesting uh, career before uh, that. He spent 10 years in the NFL and uh, won a ring as a defensive lineman with the Green Bay Packers. Captain, welcome to the show. Hanging up your cleats and joining the clergy. They always say that when you have the call, you know it. When when did you know you had the call to serve the Lord? Oh, man. Um, it was probably when I went to uh, Brett Fisher uh, at his gym in Arizona. I had come to the end of myself, and he asked one of the greatest questions ever. Would you forgive everybody that's done every done something wrong to him? And I looked at him and said, "You're crazy." He said, "Well, let's pray about why you should." <laughs> so <laughs> we did, and man, did I ever learn quickly why I should! And it has been one of the best journeys, if not the best journey I've ever been on. So it's it's interesting when people like might be getting some, uh, you know. Um, comfort from you, advice from you, talking about scripture with you, and then they go, you know that's Dirty D, right? (laughs) (laughs) You know what's funny about that nickname is no one ever called me that while I was playing. I I got called by that when I got to the military, and everybody was like, hey, that's Dirty D, and I was like, where did you get that from? Uh, somebody must have put it on Wikipedia, and that was it just stuck. And so I was like, whatever, I'm not changing it, so I don't care. <laughs> now, the it's interesting. Like, I know even in the, uh, the British Army, they'll call the chaplain the Padre. Do you ever get called the Padre? Absolutely. Uh, it's it's uh, homage to the Catholic brethren who uh, are one of the first ones to be in the office of chaplain, so they would call him Padre because of that. And so it's just a high honor to be called Padre. It's just a, a colloquial term of being like, hey, man, that's our guy. You know, I know also, too, and it's been, you know, shown sometimes the dichotomy between serving in an area where you have to defend our country uh, against, uh, you know, enemies, foreign and domestic. You have to defend our allies. And uh, you're putting your life on the line and you might have to take a human life to protect other human lives. And that can be a real uh, hard thing for Christians and other people and other religions where you're not supposed to kill. So when you're giving spiritual advisement to soldiers in need at the Army's Holistic Health and Fitness System, how do you go about drawing that uh, that line, which can be so thin sometimes? Oh, man, thank you for that question. You know, one of the things that you're always going to want to do is to help them understand, you know, what they call the just war theory. And in that process, we actually walk them through letting them understand how that plays out so that they're not just taking the onus on themselves. They actually have, you know, the command who's responsible, their, their political leadership, and even the, 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 the greater citizenry actually play a part in whether or not they pull that trigger. And so one of the things that I do is I help them understand through training them and letting them understand Hey, this is, this is how this works out. You just can't go out there and do that on your own. You have to be given an order, and that order has to come down from the political system that we, we set up, and then also it has to be empowered by a citizenry. So there's a lot that goes behind what you do and knowing that that order was lawful. Now, for you, this is an interesting question. I mean, you're obviously not a conscientious objector. You're in the military. You are an officer. You're a captain. If called to, would you be able to direct uh, a combat mission? Uh, would you pick up arms yourself, or is that something that the, the chaplains don't do? 
That's correct. Sacramentans are non-combatants. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are the ones that have the little red cross on our ID cards, mm-hmm. and we're supposed to be the ones that stay out of the fight. <laughs> um, that sounds really good, but you and I both know there's always uh, there's that perspective of what you have to do and then what really happens. And so no one can answer that question uh, straight out. I know that what I'm supposed to do, and I know the right answer, uh, but to be honest, no one knows what they're going to do in that particular situation until it happens. Got more questions for U.S. Army Chaplain Captain Darius Holland. I think about you know sometimes the carnage of battle and you know a place like the beaches of Normandy, where chaplains were just giving last rites left and right, nonstop. What what were some of the more challenging? I mean, obviously nothing that dramatic, I'm sure. Hopefully, but what are some of the more like um, challenging things that you have faced? Uh, you, you face it all, uh, whether it's the kids, uh, the spouses, or the servicemen. Uh, sometimes it's servicemen who have retired, and they're still processing something that happened 20 years ago, and they were triggered by something that seems innocuous. Right? So we're having to actually walk them through and say, hey, let me show you what happened and show you how we have to go walk that back and actually work through it. And so those moments, uh, regardless of where you are in that pendulum, whether it happened yesterday or it happened 20 years ago, is going to be traumatic for anybody. And so what we have to do is take every single situation seriously and let them understand, like, hey, we're processing maybe for the first time, even though it happened 20 years ago. So I'm speaking to a Vietnam vet who's 75 years old, who's sitting with me at a ball game and starts spilling his guts and starts crying, and he doesn't understand why. And, I, and I'm able to walk him through, hey, it was because you weren't acknowledged. And that's a big part of what we do at chaplaincy, we see each moment separately, and we minister to them. Now, I mean, that's that's invaluable. That's great stuff. Um, also, this is another, I think, tough question, too, and, and that is, you know, you're teaching, uh, you know, the, the teachings of, of, of Jesus and turning the other cheek and such things, and this is why I know someone who I knew who was in the Marines, his DI always referred to religious services or, or mass as the magic show. In other words, like, you know, what a waste of time. So when you're in the military uh, and you're the way you have to draw that line, do you feel sometimes being belittled or disrespected a little bit? Um, well, I'll just tell you this much. Uh, I, don't, I don't have too many people who are willing to actually be belligerent to me to my face, mm-hmm. whether it be because of my rank or my size, uh, usually they tend to be like, uh, I'm not messing with that guy. <laughs> so I don't, I don't really have that problem. <laughs> right. No, I can imagine that. But that, that's the other thing, too, about like even in sports, when I talk to athletes, if they're not in their right head, they're going to go up and strike out four times like a baseball player, or they're going to drop, yeah. drop that touchdown exactly. pass, whatever. So what, how would you describe, not the physical fitness, but the spiritual readiness of our fighting man and woman? Oh, great question. You know, we have to cultivate that, and we have to actually work on how to actually draw into our spiritual fitness for times of good times and bad times in order to do the job and complete the mission. And so one of the things that I train them to do is actually think through, like, what are those moments? And, and usually it's something that they can't even identify. I usually tell them, hey, where are you at right now? And they walk me through, and I give them this, like, litmus test. They're able to tell me, I'm really, really mad right now. And then after, like, two or three minutes, they're like, well, I'm not as mad as I was before. And I ask them, what happened? And usually a lot of the things that they don't even understand that cultivates that spiritual fitness 
comes from listening, active listening, comes from being acknowledged, being cared for, being loved. And that's part of that training process that we take them through. It's much like going to the Kansas City Chiefs game and watching them play, sing that song, and the home of the Chiefs, Chiefs right? When they say that Chiefs <laughs> moment, right? It's like, oh, let's go. And I say, hey, man, it's like that. We got to cultivate that. So how many times has somebody said, hey, you know, uh, um, Captain, I, I, I need to talk to you privately, and you're like, yeah, what's wrong, buddy? And then he's like, what, Bar- what Brett Favre like? Like they just want, <laughs> they just want to talk football. <laughs> oh man, all the time. Uh, it happens all the time, and it's great because it's a segue that usually gets me in the door for later when we need to chat about something serious. If they're able to come in and talk with me about things like that later on when it's tough, they're also going to come in there and talk to me. Now I would imagine. Speaking of speaking of somebody who was uh, very spiritual as well, and one of the greatest of all time, what would what was it like being under the wing of Reggie White? Oh, I knew you were going to say that. I knew that was coming as soon as you said it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, big dog, what a great guy! Uh, one of probably the most magical men you could be around. Great character, great human being. I really enjoyed playing with him, and he was one of those people that later on in life he impacted me, not during the time, uh, but I tell stories of him all the time, and he is legitimately one of the best. So uh, miss him dearly, um, wish his family the absolute best. Um, It's just a great, great, great player. Um, You're in Fort Bragg, North Carolina, which is just a a hive of of military activity and, and also readiness. Uh, as well, what's it like being in, in basically a, uh, a city uh, of, um, of armed service uh, members? <laughs> uh, man, there's, there's never a shortage of uh, military pride uh, where we're at. And it's been good to kind of, you walk down the street and you think, nah, nobody knows. Uh, and sure enough, you're talking to a warrant, you're talking to a sergeant major, you're talking to, I mean, everywhere we go, uh, there's such military pride here around the Fort Bragg area. And so you got to be careful that you don't, you don't run into the wrong person and do the wrong thing. <laughs> but it's, the camaraderie extends past the base. Um, and that's something that I think people don't really understand. So when you say, hey, I'm a veteran, um, there's something about having that person acknowledge you simply because they know what you went through and what you had to deal with. Last question for you, Captain. What advice would you give someone listening right now who's on the fence about joining the Army? You know, I'll I t- I tell you what. You know, there's a lot of different opportunity in the military, specifically Army. There's so many more jobs that people don't recognize. It's literally the, the two, 200-plus jobs that are there. You can go from being in uh, the media to being in the clergy. And so I just tell people, you can get trained up, you can get tuition assistance, you can get the GI Bill in order to progress your career. And so I would just say, hey, go to GoArmy.com, see what's available to you, and, and I'm, I promise you it's one of the greatest decisions you will make. At the same time, it's just the value for me to just be here with you and just say and thank you so much for letting me be on the, on the net with you. Great stuff from Darius Holland, who's had two pretty amazing careers, still going strong as a U.S. Army chaplain. Captain, thank you for your time, sir, and uh, keep up the good work. 
Thank you, too. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a break. Come on back on Sports Byline. a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. No offense, but are you a little fat when you look in the mirror? How would you like to learn the secrets to lose three to five pounds a week easily without joining the gym or going through any crazy diets? It's called Body Sculpt by Med Diet. For the last two decades, we've been helping people just like you that have pounds they want to shed. We've helped millions of people lose thousands and thousands of pounds over the years. And now it's your turn. Learn the secrets of how to lose weight with one simple phone call. You'll see an amazing difference in a matter of days. Don't believe us? We'll offer you a money-back guarantee. If you're ready to start losing weight right now, call right now to learn more about your risk-free order to Body Sculpt. Call for your risk-free offer. 800-738-5332. 800-738-5332. That's 800-738-5332. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153. 800-943-2153. 800-943-2153. That's 800-943-2153. Oh, come now. Don't be ashamed. We all have our idiosyncrasies.
I wish you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. All right. Uh, thank you for that. And uh, I'll get into this a little bit later, hopefully if I have time. But the Champions League draw is concluding uh, right now. It is in Istanbul, Turkey. It's on uh, Paramount Plus uh, right now. And I was interested to see where my team, Tottenham Hotspur, was going to go. And they are in Group D. They'll be with Eintracht Frankfurt, Sporting Lisbon, and Olympique de Marseille, Lom. I saw Marseille in the uh, pot four, which was the poopy group. And you look through there, and you would see like Maccabi Haifa and Victoria Pilsen and FC Copenhagen. And then there's Marseille, a former winner. And I'm like, I know we're going to get them from the poopy group. But um, Eintracht Frankfurt, that could have been a lot worse when you think about Group A. Um, if I could have picked any of the teams in Group A, I probably would have picked them. So I can't complain. I mean, there are some real heavy hitters in that group. Could have had Man City or Bayern Munich or Real Madrid or Paris Saint-Germain. That would have made me sick. Like, this is the Champions League. There's no soft touches. And then I think about uh, sporting. I'm glad to avoid Borussia Dortmund. I'm glad to uh, avoid Benfica. I'm glad to avoid Inter. I'm glad to avoid Shakhtar Donetsk, who knocked Tottenham out a few years ago. So all in all, I can't really, um, I can't really complain. But uh, whoever, if you want to win the whole thing, you got to go through the whole deal. And uh, my team did get to the Champions League final. And uh, Musa Sissoko put his arm up in the box, and one minute in, Liverpool was leading one nothing, and then that was it. Pretty horrible experience. That final was in Madrid. That was in the Atletico Madrid Stadium, not the Bernabeu, the Stadium of Light. All right, we'll talk about these groups as they come in. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. The number of Americans filing first-time unemployment claims last week is down. Numbers out from the Labor Department on Thursday show 243,000 claims for the week ending August 20th, a decline of 2,000 from the previous week. The biggest declines in claims were in New Jersey, California, and Indiana. Massachusetts and Connecticut had the biggest increases. The number of type 2 diabetes diagnosis in young people is up 77% compared to before the pandemic. New research from Johns Hopkins Children's Center says it's unclear whether the cause is COVID infection or environmental changes and stressors. Rate of diagnosis doubled in Hispanic youth as well as black youth. However, the rate of diabetes diagnosis in white children went down. The House and Senate are not in session on Thursday. You're listening to USA Radio News. 
Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. And does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code EARN for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code EARN for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code EARN for 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. The White House is releasing more details on President Biden's plan to cancel some federal student loan debt. Financial relief for some. Director of the U.S. Domestic Policy Council, Susan Rice, made an appearance at Wednesday's White House press briefing to talk about the president's executive order aimed at tackling student debt. The plan targets people making less than $125,000 a year, canceling out a total of somewhere between $300 and $500 billion in debt. Rice said the administration wants to focus on the overall structure of loan repayments. This new plan protects more low-income borrowers from making any payments and caps monthly payments for undergraduate loans at 5% of a borrower's discretionary income, meaning after essentials like rent and food. From the Gulf Coast Radio News Bureau, I'm Tony Maruso. The teacher strike in Columbus, Ohio is over after the union and the city's Board of Education announced a new deal. USA Radio News. David was in big trouble with the IRS. At first, I didn't owe that much, but after this year, it was out of control. Then David called Get a Tax Lawyer. Right away, they were like, oh yeah, looks like you're qualified to save. Get a Tax Lawyer went to work. <laughs> Should have called way sooner. Get a Tax Lawyer has helped thousands like David fight the IRS and get a fresh start. Call 800-745-3070. That's 800-745-3070. More buses of illegal immigrants arrived in New York City on Thursday as Texas Governor Greg Abbott's requests for more federal support at the southern border continue to go unanswered. Mayor's Office of Immigrant Affairs Commissioner Manuel Castro says Governor Abbott's politicalization of the situation worries his office. He's weaponizing asylum seekers. It is shameful and it is our moral obligation to condemn the use of human beings for, for, for political purposes. Multiple unvaccinated Navy sailors claim they were forced to live in terrible conditions while their religious exemption cases against the COVID-19 vaccine mandate play out. Florida Republican Congressman Michael Walls says that the Pentagon needs to do something. I can't find any other reasonable explanation. Let's make them miserable enough and eventually uh, they'll go get the shot. One of the unvaccinated service members claims the plumbing isn't working and he has not been able to leave after asking to be terminated. Colleen Maxwell is being sued by her lawyers for not paying nearly $900,000 in legal fees. The convicted sex offender and British socialite is serving 20 years in prison for helping the late convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein abuse underage girls. Take our news with you wherever you go by searching for USA Radio News wherever you download your podcasts. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg.
Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Yeah, the results are in on the uh, the Champions League. Group A will have Ajax, Liverpool, Napoli, and Rangers. Wow. <clears throat> this is why it's a big deal. <clears throat> Every group. Group B will be Porto, Atletico, Leverkusen, Bayer Leverkusen, and Club Brugia. That's the group of not death. Group C, Bayern Munich, Barcelona, Inter Milan, and then, oh yes, Victoria Pilsen. From the Czech Republic. Group D, as I mentioned, Eintracht Frankfurt, Tottenham Hotspur, Sporting Lisbon, and Marseille. Group E will be Milan, Chelsea, Red Bull Salzburg, and Dinamo Zagreb. I think I know what two teams are coming out of that group. Group F, Real Madrid, Red Bull Leipzig of the former Dede Air, Shakhtar Donetsk. I don't know how they're going to play these games. You know, of course, that's in the Ukraine. Shakhtar means minor in Ukrainian, by the way. It's like, you know, in the coal mines. And Celtic. Group G is Man City, Sevilla, Dortmund, and FC Copenhagen. And uh, wonderful, wonderful Copenhagen. Group H is Paris Saint-Germain, Juventus, Benfica, and Maccabi Haifa, the Israeli team. <clears throat> and yes, Israel is in UEFA. But... You know, it's, uh, is there a group of death? I don't know if there's a group of death. Uh, Group A is tough. Um, I think Real Madrid got a little bit of a break. Uh, I think Man City got a little bit of a break. But when you have two big shots in the same group, like Bayern and Barca, that's huge. I think Chelsea will be feeling very well that they can get by Salzburg, which means Salt Mountain, by the way, and Dinamo Zagreb. Um, And I think Man City will feel very well about their chances as well. The Champions League, baby. And you know who's in it? Glory, glory, Tottenham Glory, glory, Tottenham the greatest team the world has ever seen. We like to sing that even though it's not true. Okay, bye. 
If this were a Reese's TV ad, you'd be staring at a Reese's peanut butter cup. And sure, my voice is peanut buttery smooth, but still, you need to see the peanut butter cups, right? No? I can really just say Reese's and you'll go get some? <laughs> okay. Reese's. 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 Really working, actually. Reese's. Reese's. This, I'm on to something. Reese's. 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 Hey, Pack Rat, yeah, you. Are you moving cross country and you just don't know who to call? Call us right now. Listen, you've probably seen one of our containers in your neighborhood, but did you know that we can help you move anywhere in the United States? It's real simple. We'll drop a container off at the location you tell us to bring it to. You pack up your valuable possessions at your leisure. They stay safe right in your home. And when you're ready, call us. We'll come and pick up the container and give you a scheduled date of when your furniture and the other possessions will be at your new home. So if you're moving across country or across town, be a pack rat. Join the pack rat family. Call pack rat right now for your free quote. See y'all later, pack rats. Call 800-569-7208. 800-569-7208. That's 800-569-7208. You watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then, if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Hi, Marsha Hawkins here of Elevating with Marsha. Please stop by MarshaHawkinsAgency.com. We're a full-service multi-line agency, and we offer a unique product called Indexed Universal Life Insurance. It's not your typical life insurance policy. Learn how you can pull money out tax-free in retirement with an Indexed Universal Life product. Please check out MarshaHawkinsAgency.com and book a consultation today. MarshaHawkinsAgency.com. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes, couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey. Check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. All right, thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, nationally syndicated out of San Francisco and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show NASCAR driver Justin Haley, and uh, he is here on behalf of Celsius Fitness Drinks and uh, the driver of the number 31 Chevrolet Camaro ZL1 for Colleg Racing. 
Justin, welcome to the show. And I think about stock cars and, um, you know, what you guys drive isn't what we drive. But still, when it comes to the Camaro, <laughs> how cool is it that you get to drive one of those? Yeah, first of all, thank you for, uh, for having me on the show. We're obviously excited to go to Daytona this week with uh, Celsius on board of our, our Chevrolet Camaro. But, yeah, it is, it's pretty cool to uh, be a part of the Chevrolet family and, and get to represent, um, you know, their company every each and every week going for – trophy at uh, nascar's highest form of stock car racing so um always a pleasure and it's it's pretty cool pretty cool job i got no doubt about it now Watkins glend uh, a road course for you would you rather just go around in a circle or do you like the challenge of putting on your brakes a lot and doing all those twisty turns i like both i mean they uh they both can get um repetitive so it, it's nice that nascar goes ahead and, and throws around some different ideas for schedules and, and allows us to um, go to different venues. This year we were at the L.A. Coliseum, which was uh, awesome in, in its own right. So, um, yeah, I, I prefer um, whatever we're racing that week. So um, just kind of uh, like a circus where we're going town to town and uh, racing around. No doubt, barnstorming. But what about like Charlotte the Roval? Because that's you know it's an oval and then it's not and and then it is again. I guess it's adapt or lose, right? Yeah, I mean the the thing about it is is we're all racing on the same track, so no matter where we go, um, obviously the goal is to win. When you think about you talk about the, the uh, uh, at, at Daytona, and I'm looking at the odds, and it just first of all, how cool is it to be so accomplished just just to get there? I mean, it just shows what you've done this year. Yeah, Daytona, it's, it's been a good track to me. Um, we've won there several times in the past and um, always ran pretty strong there. Everyone at College Racing really puts a lot of effort into, um, obviously, Daytona. It's, it's such a marquee event for, for, our, uh, for our series. And, and obviously, um, even if you don't know anything about NASCAR, you, you probably know about Daytona. So, um, yeah, obviously, it's, uh, it's special. And, and this week, it's uh, pretty cool to have Celsius on board. Some uh you know that has been a part of our college racing family for a long time and and obviously um you know fitness drink that that i enjoy too so cool to have them on board full time um across you know the whole car on on uh, the side of it at daytona it's uh something that uh, i've been asking for i want that selfie sponsorship all over the car so uh we finally got it done this week very cool. And uh, what is it about Celsius that works for you? Because as you know, you walk in any convenience store or gas station and we're just, you know, carpet bombed with all sorts of choices. So why is that your choice? Well, you know, I, I didn't know um, anything about Celsius until I joined College Racing. And then uh, obviously them being a sponsor of, of the team, I started drinking it right. And um, just how it accelerated my metabolism and, and the energy it gave me um as well as just tasting good i mean I, I love the the flavors and the variety of it and um yeah it's pretty much essential every every day i wake up um have a celsius get, get my day started just like you would with a cup of coffee you know when um a couple more questions here for justin haley nascar driver at the start of the week 15 drivers as you know had secured spots on the grid and then we saw that uh, Kurt Busch, who's still recovering from the crash at Pocono, said that uh, he was going to withdraw. So it opens up a couple of spots, maybe Blaney, Truex, uh, some breathing room as well. But w- what is that like for you when, you know, you're holding down a playoff spot, but then people are fighting tooth and nail for it, but you're trying to win the race? I mean, I guess you just have to keep blinders on, right? 
Yeah, I mean, for for us, each week it's it's just to go out and um, you know we're we're still in our team, so we're trying to figure out everything and and um, be the best as we can. But this week is all about winning, and we know we're capable of it. Um, so yeah, it's not really even about the playoffs this week. It's just uh, winning for for us, winning for our team, winning for Celsius. Um, and everything in between. So we, uh, yeah, we have our blinders set to just go win. When when did you first know that you had a talent for this? Because I think you know a lot of us as little kids, we like to go fast on our bikes or whatever, but we never think you know we're going to be a professional race car driver. When did you kind of know that you had a knack for it? Um, you know, right around when I was nine or ten, I, I started really, um, you know being able to uh see that that it was something that i wanted to do and, and have a lot of fun with so um yeah not not too early but not too late i know a lot of other race car drivers that um you know started a lot earlier than that i want to ask you too like it wasn't that long ago when you were racing trucks you're in a silverado i mean it's a completely different thing how do you keep those things not fishtailing when they've got like no weight in the back or do you weight them down um, so it, I mean, obviously the fuel cells back there, but you still, you still, uh, set the truck up. I mean, it's a little different aerodynamically, but, um, it's not like a semi or anything. Now, um, this is a personal question. You, it says you've gone vegan now and then. Have you fallen off the vegan wagon for like a Big Mac or something? <laughs> no, no, I actually, I, I've been, um, been quite healthy for, for nine or 10 years. I, I haven't, uh. I've got a very specific diet that I wouldn't say is, is ultra vegan anymore, but it's something I've adapted to, and, and I definitely haven't um, haven't been all you know. I haven't had a French fry in in, in you know nine ten years. <laughs> I haven't had any form of of um, you know bad food, I guess as you would call it, since <laughs> for about a decade now. So um, yeah, I try, I try to live as, as as healthy as possible and and um, train for triathlons and stuff like that. It's it's been a a key part of becoming a good race car driver and, and trying to figure out what works for those long endurance type events. Does it feel weird kind of being, I mean, you're so young at 23, but does it feel weird kind of being a veteran already at 23? Uh, no, not necessarily. I, you know, I learn so much every weekend. Obviously I've been doing it for such a long time, but, um, I feel like each and every weekend I'm learning something to, to, to try to be better. So, um, I hope that, uh, I can stay in it long enough to, to be a veteran of the sport, for sure, though. If some place called the French Fry Warehouse wanted to sponsor you, would you have a fry? Maybe, uh, maybe a singular fry, but I, <laughs> I would never forgive myself. Um, that's why Celsius is such a good partner. You know, it's uh, right. It's uh, live fit is their saying, and um, I definitely choose every day to to live fit. So I, I don't know. You'd have to. Um, if a, if a McDonald's or, a, you know, a Burger King were to sponsor me, I would really struggle, but um, I would at least try to fake it. Last question. Uh, NASCAR, Saturday night. Now, how much of it does it affect you night or day, or do you not care? Uh, I, I think the night race actually is a little cooler. I mean, there's just something about being um, in Daytona, seeing the sparks fly and, and the flames come out of the exhaust pipes under the lights i think it's pretty cool so um i prefer the night races uh, especially saturday night race get your sunday off and and um enjoy some family time but um, i'm excited for it i'm excited to go racing and hopefully um usually rains down there so 
hope the rain stays away and we can go, come out with a win. It's Justin Haley, NASCAR driver, and uh, here on behalf of uh, Celsius, and of course you can root him on in the number 31 Camaro for College Racing. Justin, best of luck, and thanks for coming on the show, man. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Sure, no doubt. And um, when he started off, he was J.J. Haley, but the other guy was J.J. Yaley. And so people, he got sick of being, are you J.J. Haley or J.J. Yaley? And he's like, you know what, just call me Justin. Let's just let's just stick with that. Makes more sense. All right, writer Mara Grunbaum on the other side. I'm Rick Tittle. Get on back. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Doran's for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417. 800-871-9417. 
800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. It doesn't really matter. I uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. Okay, thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. I have in my hands, you can see on the Twitch cameras here, a fantastic book from Nat Geo Kids called Breakdown. Explosions, implosions, crashes, crunches, cracks, and more. A how things work. Look at how things don't and uh, joining us is the woman behind the book, Mara. Do you say Grunbaum like the German green tree, or is it Grunbaum? Um, you know, I respond to either, but I tend to say Grunbaum. Grunbaum. Let's go with that then. Mm-hmm. Um, you're uh, you're a very eclectic person. You're a scientist. You're a writer. <laughs> you're a, how did you get involved? You're kind of like the uh, the female Bill Nye here, aren't you? That is quite the compliment. Um, yeah, I mean, so I'm not actually a scientist by training, although I have studied a bit of science, but I don't have a degree in it. Um, but I was always interested in science, and I was always interested in writing, and I sort of thought I would have to pick one or the other. Um, but then I sort of found myself, uh, found my way into this career where I get to write about science, and it's a great way to uh, get paid to learn about the things that I find really interesting. And, uh, yeah, it, it's working out all right so far. And then writing to a uh, crowd, or I guess a demo of younger readers, how did you, uh, why are you a good fit there? Um, I mean, I think, you know, I, I share a lot of the natural curiosity that kids have. Um, I honestly, again, it's kind of just an excuse to learn about things that I want to learn about anyway. Um, but I, I find it really fun to try to understand how something works um, or, or, you know, what somebody does on a deep enough level that I'm able to explain it in a simple way. Um, I find that process really satisfying. Um, And kids are just awesome to talk to and and to hear their questions. They always come up with really good questions about stuff. Um, So I love sort of trying to channel that mindset and and translate between sort of the the people doing the technical stuff and, and the kids who are really interested in it. When you started off with this book, did you know know it would be a uh, coffee table book like Kramer? I mean, this is a big tome here. <laughs> I, I had some idea um, because I was familiar with some of the books that uh, Nat Geo Kids had done before that uh, are similar, like the How Things Work books. Um, I think I underestimated a little bit just how much research would go into it. Um, so that kind of caught up to me, but uh, I'm, I'm really glad I did it. I'm, I'm really happy with how it turned out. Now, it, I guess this wouldn't be a bathroom book like your WTF Evolution, right? <laughs> it's 
It's probably a little big for the bathroom, um, although there is some bathroom material in there. There's a section about toilets um, and the, the great stink of London, which was a, a mishap that uh, humanity has hopefully learned from. What was the great stink? Because I know we have a, a town out here in the Bay Area called Ronert Park that uh, every day it smells like damp socks. Oh, goodness. Um, so so the Great Stink was something that happened in London um, back in the early 1800s. Um, and this was a time period when uh, a lot of people were moving from the countryside to the city to get jobs. Um, there were some flush toilets, but they were reserved mostly for the wealthy who were able to build them. And everyone else kind of went in these communal areas in the streets or, or they dumped their waste out there at least and uh, later someone would come along and scoop it up. Um, but there were so many people moving that the scoopers kind of couldn't keep up with everything and when it rained all the waste just washed into the Thames, the major river there and it was uh, there was a heat wave and so the stench from all the waste that had washed into the river uh, permeated the city it permeated Parliament. Uh, they couldn't get anything done because it just smelled so bad. Um, and people complained about it a whole lot. And the result was that Parliament was uh, really moved to act quickly uh, for their own sake and, and the sake of all the angry people. Um, and fairly quickly, in the scheme of these things, uh, built one of the first uh, modern sewer systems um, that I think they're still using the basis of today. You also mentioned in the book what, what a lot of people don't know about, and I didn't, I had to look it up, because you think about 1919, it's the end of World War One. there's a, you know, a flu pandemic, the Chicago White Sox cheat during the World Series, but we had the Great Molasses Flood, which is no laughing matter, more than uh, 20 people dead on the north end of Boston, over 2 million gallons of molasses, the, the pictures are horrific, what happened there? Yeah, so this is, you know, it, it sounds kind of comical, but it, but it was uh, a really big disaster at the time. Um, so the setup is that uh, a company had imported a bunch of molasses, which was used very commonly as a sweetener at the time, and they were storing it in this big metal tank um, above ground, kind of elevated like the um, train tracks. And they had just sort of built the tank themselves. They didn't consult an engineer. They thought it was fine. Um, they put 12,000 plus tons of molasses in it and then it got a little warm, especially for January and the molasses expanded as it heated up and it put off these gases that put pressure on the side of the tank and the cheap rivets that they had used in the tank started popping out and molasses started leaking out the seams and ultimately enough pressure built up that the tank actually kind of exploded and, and released just this tidal wave of molasses that um, kind of leveled a couple of city blocks. And, and yeah, like you said, it injured a bunch of people. It killed a few people. Um, it collapsed some things. Um, and it was, it was really quite the, quite the tragedy. Um, the silver lining to that was that there was immediately this investigation. There was, I think, what remains one of the biggest legal battles in Boston's history over whose fault this was and what went wrong. Um, and they ended up realizing with some analysis, you know, what these, uh, what this company had done that they could have 
done better. They could have used better rivets. They could have not put a door in the bottom of the tank where the fluid pressure was the greatest. Um, and some rules were made that, you know, you have to run your designs by a licensed engineer and have them sign off on it. You have to have someone double check your calculations before you build something like this. Um, and, and so some good things came out of this, uh, this very bizarre disaster at the time. And I guess that is sort of the crux of your book, or like Larry David says, I'm not an inventor, I'm an improver. You know, like what went wrong, and we have to make sure that it doesn't go wrong again, right? Yeah, totally. And and you're right, that is kind of the idea behind the whole book, is that uh, there are always going to be things that go wrong, either, you know, for, for natural reasons, or because humans are humans, and we make mistakes. Um, but that's, an important process for us to learn from. And, and in some ways we can learn a lot more when things go wrong um, than when they don't. And, and it turns out that in all these different areas, there's always someone who's going back to look at, okay, what happened? What can we take away from it? And what can we do better next time? And I think that's pretty cool. You think about demolition jobs today, especially when they bring down a huge building in a metropolitan area or a, a stadium, the way they put the charges, the way they do it, so they know exactly which weight-bearing way it's going to fall. It's pretty fascinating. What are some of those dangerous demolition jobs that are still in existence today? Yeah, so so that is pretty cool. And, and you know, to, to do something like what you're talking about, taking down a building, especially that's among other buildings, taking it down so that it's going to collapse completely within its own footprint, um, takes a ton of expertise, a ton of training, you know, if you watch a YouTube video or something, that the actual collapse takes maybe 30 seconds, but it takes months and years of planning before that. Um, and that's because it is extremely dangerous. Um, you know, we're exploding a building and it's going to fall down. You don't want to get that wrong. And you can't really practice on the building itself. So you have to, you know, uh, have learned a lot from things that have happened in the past to be able to set it up just right so things, so things fall in the place you want. Um, so that's pretty dangerous. Another one that's pretty dangerous is um, taking down trees. It's less dangerous than it used to be, but it's still, you know, once a tree decides which way it's going to fall, that's that's the way it's going to fall. And you don't want it to do that before you're ready, and you don't want it to do that in the direction you don't want it to, because uh, there's not much, not much you can do about it once it's happening. I like how you said, once the tree decides. Like, it's like, I don't care how you're cutting me. I'm going this, <laughs> I'm going I mean, this way. There, there are, you know, again, there are, strategies that uh, sure. loggers and arborists have learned to encourage it to fall in the, in the direction that you <laughs> want it to, but uh, you don't want to get that wrong. So. All right. Well, we want to make sure everybody checks out this big, beautiful book, amazing illustrations, as you might imagine, from National Geographic Kids Breakdown, Explosions, Implosions, Crashes, Crunches, Cracks, and More, a How Things Work Look at How Things Don't by our guests, Mara Grunbaum, and uh, you can find out more about her at Mara Grunbaum dot com as well thanks for coming on mara and uh, congratulations on this book it's really cool thank you so much for having me and i'm glad you like it thank you yeah there's no doubt um and this is a big boy this is a real big boy one of the things they have here is the leaning tower of pisa and i remember when i went there when i was 14 years old and the first thing my dad said is wow that sucker really leans and it does you, you have no idea how much it leans until you're standing next to it. You're like, how in the hell is this thing still up? All right, we'll talk a little music on the other side with uh, Megan Slankard. Come on back.
With our newest unlimited plan, everyone's welcome. Introducing Welcome Unlimited from Verizon for just $30 a line per month for four lines with auto pay plus taxes and fees. Our best priced unlimited plan ever. Did he say $30? Yep, $30 a line for the whole family. The network you want, the price you love. Switch to Verizon today. Paper-free billing required. Unlimited 5G nationwide 4G LTE. In times of congestion, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. All smartphone lines on the account must be on Welcome Unlimited and are eligible only for select promotions. Includes domestic talk, text, and data usage only. Data roaming at 2G speeds. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. This is a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup sound experiment. We're looking to find the perfect way to hear Reese's so you'll buy more of them. Here we go. Reese's. 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 Hey, get out of here, you little stinker. Reese's. 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 Peanut Butter Cups. That, that breathy one sounded very creepy, am I right? All right, thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, nationally syndicated out of San Francisco and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. You just heard the uh, dulcet tunes of Megan Slankard, the song California from her new release, California and Other Stories, coming out in uh, October. Megan, welcome to the show. And uh, first of all, you're a, a Tracy girl, is that right? I am. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, Tracy, California. 
I'm from lovely Richmond, California. Uh, another yeah. another uh, great East Bay city. Kind <laughs> of love our East Bay roots. I love whenever I would go to uh, Banner Island Park in um, Stockton. When I got to Tracy Boulevard, right in the same parking lot of In and Out is a place called Papa Herbs, which is this Filipino fusion food. That have you ever tried that? Yeah, I have not, but I've seen it. All right. Well, that's the interview brought to you by Papa Herbs. Now, all right. So tell <laughs> us, tell us how you got your uh, your start. I know that's a basic question, but uh, you know, many we all I think we all dreamed us rock and roll fans. We all dreamed about being the lead guitarist, lead singer, drummer, whatever. And then we got jobs. So how did yeah. you make it happen? Very similar. Well, I uh, I grew up in a little rural community outside of Tracy, California. There wasn't a lot to do. <laughs> But we had always had music instruments throughout the house. And one day my parents rented the Beatles movie Help mm-hmm. from the library where we all, <laughs> we, weren't, we weren't the cool kids. We didn't go to Blockbuster. My parents got them from the library. And I fell in love immediately. It was the coolest, you know, thing I'd ever seen. Like these four dudes making music, being goofy, um, probably high (laughs) but as a 10 year old I was like I am in love with this I wanted to be George Harrison so badly and I used to play guitar in front of the mirror when I was a kid um and then I started writing songs and falling in love like melody and um songwriting and uh I love guitar I love guitar I want to be a guitar player but I started falling in love with like the production side and and started playing little gigs my friends like let me open for them and open mics and then start getting my own gigs and here I am today still at it for some reason <laughs> now I'm going to compare you to somebody which is never a great thing to do and I I'm hope you, I hope you're not insulted by it but you kind of the way you sound and the and your look you kind of have you kind of remind me of kind of a Cheryl Crow vibe well thank you that's very kind of you Oh, good. It's I like, I it. hate her. She's talentless. <laughs> as long as you don't hate her and then make a comparison, <laughs> then I'm cool with it. Well, let's um, talk about no, this song. This was a breakup, and you did you take your, your boyfriend's clothes and sell them at a thrift store? Um, so this is a breakup song. I have to tell you, if, it's, if for any people who write music or uh, poems or make art, it's catharsis. Do it. It's like the best therapy. Um, it was a, it was a bad breakup, you know, things go the way they go. And, um, he moved back to a different state and he left all his things and I took them all to the thrift store and it was so wonderful. It felt like a weight off my shoulders (laughs) and, um, yeah, I just made it into a music video that we just released, uh, on the other day and, yeah, you can make art. Art is a beautiful, sweet, sweet revenge. <laughs> what was it like when you're just going all over the country, you're performing, you're you're with Toe the Wet Sprocket, you're getting a lot of fans, and the pandemic hits, and then you're just sitting in your room looking at the mirror. Like, did you say, all right, I'm writing music, or did you say, I'm dividing my, devoting myself to eating donuts all day? Oh, okay. little column A, little column B. I, uh... It was definitely a huge transition. Like 2018 was one of our, it was like, oh, 2019 actually. It was a huge touring year. We did all sorts of, did uh, a tour through guitar centers. We did like a 50 date guitar center tour and 
the, the toad, the wet sprocket stuff and all of this, all of this fun stuff. And then I stopped to make this album and uh, was in the studio for two months and, you know, writing and recording. And we had all these plans to release in 2020. And, uh, you know, we, we had show dates lined up with um, Billy Ray Cyrus my drummer grew a mullet for it, like everything. <laughs> and then, uh, then it was like, I remember San Francisco shutting down. It was like March 17th or something like that, 2020. Mm-hmm. And we're like, Oh, okay. What is this? And it just kept going on and on and on. And I just remember canceling the first tour and being like, Oh no, this is my entire job is completely different from being from touring 150 days a year, just staring at my wall so I would say the first several months, my house was a very clean. There, the grout was clean. Everything was organized. Tupperware lids were matched neatly with their Tupperwares. <laughs> um, and then I started buying up um, everybody's unloved or unused instruments throughout San Francisco Bay Area. Mm-hmm. And I've collected about 40 different kinds of instruments, like French horn and trumpet, cello, accordion, banjo, uh, hammered dulcimer. It goes on and on and on. And then to keep myself entertained during the pandemic, I would write a brand new song every month, release it on Patreon, and include one of those, me performing one of those instruments in each song. Not all of it was amazing. Some of it was pretty rough. <laughs> well, I just, by the way, we're speaking with Megan Slankard, the new album, California and Other Stories, coming out in October. I, I remember hearing the story of Chrissy Hind, who just told other friends, I'm moving to England and becoming a rock star. And they're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh, I got to interview Susie Quattro, who was picked out of her, oh. her sister's band in Cincinnati. And the, the record producer said, I want you. And all her sisters went, yay. And they said, no, no, just Susie. So you have oh, to have man. it. And when you start touring with David Knopfler at 18, I mean, that's when you knew you had it. But, I mean, normally you got to, like, slave forever to get to do that. So at 18, how did that all get together? It's so fascinating how, like, this music, I think, is, is a, it's a, it's like a wave. Like, you keep crashing into the shore, and sometimes you crash, and you, you <laughs> find your broken bones everywhere and sometimes you crash and you like run into something really cool and so it's just like you have to do it because you love it because if you do it just for the opportunities you're going to be perpetually disappointed so uh i mean there have been more almost in my career than anything else like you almost get that record deal or you almost get that cool opportunity and they're like oh it fell through sorry and to the people who are giving the opportunities it seems like just another day but for like the indie artist it can be like such a gut punch so when something cool does come through like the david knopfler tour or getting to tour with toad the west rocket um it almost feels so surreal and uh david actually emailed me because he heard my music on a website in like early 2000s he heard my music on a website and was like hey just want to say from one singer songwriter to another i really enjoyed this and me being a classic rock junkie, I was like, Knopfler, how many people have that name? <laughs> so I called him out. And he was like, yeah, yeah, that was me. And we just, I started asking him questions. Probably, uh, you know, he begrudgingly answered them. He was so gracious, actually. He's so, so sweet and so kind. Um, and I sort of weaseled my way into that. And one day he was like, hey, do you want to go on tour with me? 
And I was like, yes. And he was like, well, you have to bring your dad. (laughs) (laughs) I don't trust you weird little 18-year-old American girl. But it was a blast. I did it several times throughout Germany and uh, the U.K., it's funny, I almost think it would be, I mean, he's very smart legally, but I also think it would be the other way around. Like, I don't trust that old English guy with my 18-year-old <laughs> daughter. <laughs> yeah, no, he was great. He was such a music geek, and I actually learned a lot from him. Mm-hmm. Like, I owe a lot of my like musical um, foundations to him, because it was just like being young and impressionable and not knowing how to write or what my voice was yet really mm-hmm. it was kind of amazing to be able to ask this legit guy who's a songwriter for you know several decades <laughs> yeah for people who don't know he and his brother mark started dire straits just in case there are people out there who don't know so um for you now are you still in, in tracy or are you in la where did you go i actually moved to san francisco oh, wow. I, you should have yeah, come into the studios right here on broadway well son of a yeah Next time. Well, I'll tell you what. I know you're going to uh, Hot Monk in Novato on, on October 8th, and uh, yeah. I, I go there all the time. Hey, you should come. Hell yeah, it's y'all. It's with John Doe. He's, I, a, he's a legit rocker. Yeah, but you're the headliner. <laughs> right? <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> I would definitely not headline a John Doe concert. <laughs> No, that guy's like my hero. I actually, one of the reasons, he, Paul McCartney and John Doe, like, I, I love bass guitar. John mm-hmm. is, has been super gracious, and also he's, he chastised me for using the wrong strings on my bass. But, mm. um, uh, yeah, that's the thing, is, like, you run into these people who have been there before, and it's amazing how many of them are like, let me help you. And, and not they don't have to do it. They don't have mm-hmm. to. And they must be tired of people asking them for opportunities. But sometimes you just run into the right person at the right time who's like, you know, let me let me throw you a throw you a stepping stone. And it's really amazing. And yeah, I hope if I ever make it <laughs> that I definitely retain <laughs> that. Well, and and if I could give you a chance right now to pick up an instrument, how how much would you maybe go for the mandolin? Well, I have two of them. Um, I love a mandolin. I have. I, I wrote that song, California, my latest single, on the mandolin. Um, yeah, it's a good. It's a good. It's a shredding instrument. And uh, for more information, go to meganslanker.com, S-L-A-N-K-A-R-D. She's going to be down at the Guild Theater in Menlo Park on September. 16th. She'll be up in Reading on the uh, 23rd. She'll be in uh, Nielsville, Wisconsin for the Peace, Love, and Music Festival near the end of September. And as I mentioned, if you're here in the Bay Area at Hot Monk, which is a really nice little music venue right off the freeway in uh, Novato. And uh, it is Megan Slankard. And on the way out, we'll have more of your uh, new hit, California. And I uh, hope to see you at uh, Hot Monk. Yeah, come by, Rick. That'd be awesome. Thank All you right. so much for having me. Sure, no doubt. Really cool. I'm Rick Tittle. I'm Come on back. I'm Byline.
No offense, but are you a little fat when you look in the mirror? How would you like to learn the secrets to lose three to five pounds a week easily without joining the gym or going through any crazy diets? It's called Body Sculpt by Med Diet. For the last two decades, we've been helping people just like you that have pounds they want to shed. We've helped millions of people lose thousands and thousands of pounds over the years. And now it's your turn. Learn the secrets of how to lose weight with one simple phone call. You'll see an amazing difference in a matter of days. Don't believe us? We'll offer you a money-back guarantee. If you're ready to start losing weight right now, call right now to learn more about your risk-free order to Body Sculpt. Call for your risk-free offer. 800-738-5332 That's 800-738-5332 Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? We can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents or having to waste time showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your house to foreclosure. If you have equity in your home, we'll buy your home and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call now before your situation gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just need anymore and get the cash you need today. Call this number now. 800-950-8218 800-950-8218 That's 800-950-8218 Paid for by Want to Sell Do you want to know the secret to putting extra money back in your pocket? Then switch your car insurance And now you can make one phone call and shop dozens of insurance companies Just like buying airline tickets, where it's easy to make one call that has all the best deals. We have great deals with most of the major top-rated insurance companies. We are your superstore for car insurance. We've switched people from their expensive car insurance plans and saved them hundreds of dollars a year. If you think you're paying too much for your car insurance, call now. It's easy to switch, and in five minutes, yes, just five minutes, you'll learn how much money you can save on your car insurance. Save yourself some money this year. Call now for your car insurance. Call e-insurance now for your free car insurance quote. 800-298-9093. That's 800-298-9093. Wait! She must have meant 10 o'clock at night. Do you think? Why would she have you meet her in a bar at 10 in the morning? I just figured she was a raging alcoholic. wish you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. Jeez Louise, what's that all about? All right, uh, we still have another hour to go. We're going to talk with Kenny King Jr., a little NFL. 
And then in studio, I'll try to keep her the rest of the hour, um, the second half of the show at 11.25 of the hour anyway, Liz Mealy, New York comic at Punchline. Uh, I watched that Monte Teo uh, untold documentary on Netflix, which probably everybody else did. Whatever's on Netflix, we all watch. It's called The Girlfriend Who Didn't Exist. And we all know the story at this point about Renaya Tuyasa Sopo, who now goes uh, by a different name and uh, lives as a, a woman now. And the one thing that I, I took away from all of this was just how cold-blooded everybody was that we all were to Manti Teo. And with how much class he has handled himself. And at the end of the show, just saying all the memes, all the hate, you know, and, and if I could see Renaya, I would say I'm sorry. A lot of people said that they didn't think it was cool that Renaya never apologized to him for putting him through all that. And it was so public at the time. And it was uh, cruel isn't even the word. But it's one thing for <clears throat> what Renaya Tuiasasopa did to Monte uh, Teo, but what everybody else did, I mean, just showing these countless talking heads on TV, and not even just sports, but main news, and um, making fun of him, and then uh, the NFL asking him, all these teams asking him flat out, are you gay? Was this girlfriend made up just so we wouldn't know you're gay? Can you imagine that now? I mean, that wasn't even that long ago. If you asked a guy now, are you gay? What, you're not going to draft me if I'm gay? That's why Carl Nassib of the Raiders just a couple of years ago said, I'm gay, and I was like, oh. So this just shows you how far we've gone, and this is less than a decade. And so Monte Teo, he said for the first three years in the NFL, he just said he just had sheer anxiety. He couldn't relax, not until he went, I guess, from the Chargers to the Saints. But the guy is just, uh, I just feel so bad for him that, you know, he's trying to live this up, this, uh, you know, um, upstanding Mormon faith and he had this happen to him and everybody had so much fun with the memes, so much fun. And the, the guy, I mean, he didn't deserve it. He still handled himself with class instead of saying, I, I would have say all your mamas and he doesn't say that. He says, if I can just be there for that one person who needs me, then it's worth it. I'm Rick Tittle. We got another hour. Get on back. Radio News with Tim Berg. The number of Americans filing first-time unemployment claims last week is down. Numbers out from the Labor Department on Thursday show 243,000 claims for the week ending August 20th 
a decline of 2,000 from the previous week. The biggest declines in claims were in New Jersey, California, and Indiana. Massachusetts and Connecticut had the biggest increases. The number of type 2 diabetes diagnosis in young people is up 77% compared to before the pandemic. New research from Johns Hopkins Children's Center says it's unclear whether the cause is COVID infection or environmental changes and stressors. Rate of diagnosis doubled in Hispanic youth as well as black youth. However, the rate of diabetes diagnosis in white children went down. The House and Senate are not in session on Thursday. You're listening to USA Radio News. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. And does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow. That's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code EARN for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code EARN for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code EARN for 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. The White House is releasing more details on President Biden's plan to cancel some federal student loan debt. Financial relief for some. Director of the U.S. Domestic Policy Council, Susan Rice, made an appearance at Wednesday's White House press briefing to talk about the president's executive order aimed at tackling student debt. The plan targets people making less than $125,000 a year, canceling out a total of somewhere between $300 and $500 billion in debt. Rice said the administration wants to focus on the overall structure of loan repayments. This new plan protects more low-income borrowers from making any payments and caps monthly payments for undergraduate loans at 5% of a borrower's discretionary income, meaning after essentials like rent and food. From the Gulf Coast Radio News Bureau, I'm Tony Maruso. The teacher strike in Columbus, Ohio is over after the union and the city's Board of Education announced a new deal. USA Radio News. David was in big trouble with the IRS. At first, I didn't owe that much, but after this year, it was out of control. Then David called Get a Tax Lawyer. Right away, they were like, oh yeah, looks like you're qualified to save. Get a Tax Lawyer went to work. (laughs) Should have called way sooner. Get a Tax Lawyer has helped thousands like David fight the IRS and get a fresh start. Call 800-745-3070. That's 800-745-3070. More buses of illegal immigrants arrived in New York City on Thursday as Texas Governor Greg Abbott's request for more federal support at the southern border continue to go unanswered. Mayor's Office of Immigrant Affairs Commissioner Manuel Castro says Governor Abbott's politicalization of the situation worries his office. He's weaponizing asylum seekers. It is shameful and it is our moral obligation to condemn the use of human beings for for political purposes. Multiple unvaccinated Navy sailors claim they were forced to live in terrible conditions while their religious exemption cases against the COVID-19 vaccine mandate play out. Florida Republican Congressman Michael Walls says that the Pentagon needs to do something. 
I can't find any other reasonable explanation. Let's make them miserable enough and eventually uh, they'll go get the shot. One of the unvaccinated service members claims the plumbing isn't working and he has not been able to leave after asking to be terminated. Colleen Maxwell is being sued by her lawyers for not paying nearly $900,000 in legal fees. The convicted sex offender and British socialite is serving 20 years in prison for helping the late convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein abuse underage girls. Take our news with you wherever you go by searching for USA Radio News wherever you download your podcasts. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. Are you looking to start a business? From side hustles to major business opportunity? Franchise 123 connects franchise buyers with sellers. And we have over 4,000 franchises for you to choose from. In one simple 30-second call, our live agents will sign you up to the platform. This is not a hard sales call either. We give you free access to our database. Yes, free access, no cost. We are the largest online franchise database in the world. You can find 95% of all businesses. Buying a franchise doesn't have to be complicated. We make it easy. And right now, some have no startup fees. You can turn your special skill into a franchise business or go full scale with all the top franchise businesses in the world. Sign up with Franchise 123 now and get your free guide to franchise success now. Call 800-433-0539, 800-433-0539 or text FRANCHISE123 to 63566. Text FRANCHISE123 to 63566. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the program. There's an interesting develop servicing this week in the lawsuit of John Gruden against the NFL and Roger Goodell. Gruden alleged that the NFL and Goodell created a malicious and orchestrated campaign to leak inappropriate emails that he sent to Washington at the time uh, to uh, Bruce Allen as his time as a head coach. Well, according to the Washington Post, Gruden sent derogatory emails after signing on the dotted line with the Raiders. In other words, Gruden said all those things happened before I came became coach. And so the NFL said Gruden even claims in his proposed order that it is undisputed that all of Gruden's conduct referenced by the NFL parties occurred prior to the signing of the agreement. And while Gruden was not an employee of the Oakland Raiders or NFL, Gruden's claim and purported finding of fact on the timing of the emails is, in reality, very much disputed by NFL parties and also, in fact, false. Discovery necessary to make any finding of fact on this issue will show that Gruden continued to send the same kinds of derogatory emails consistently following his start date with the Raiders. Gruden's lawyers hit back. The NFL did not make these unsubstantiated arguments in the motions they already lost and will not be able to make them if they appeal. In fact, their own attorney conceded during the hearing that the emails were sent before John Gruden signed with the Oakland Raiders, and the NFL has tried to avoid discovery from the start, not John Gruden, 
This is just another attempt by the NFL and Commissioner Goodell to save face by attacking John Gruden while still not owning up to the truth of their actions. John isn't going to try to hide from this deposition, is the commissioner, unquote. Well, the NFL denies that they leaked anything, and in May, the NFL said, let's throw this lawsuit out and force it into arbitration, and the judge, Nancy Alf, said no, and that was a huge win for Gruden. But anyway, I hope John Gruden wins. It's just These were private emails between two men. I don't care what you say. They're two private emails between two guys. I just, I don't like it. I just don't like losing your job over a private email to someone else. That just hits me wrong. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Byline. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Right now, sports betting is the fastest growing industry in the world. To consistently cash tickets at the sports books, it's best to be armed with the right plays from the best sports bettors in the business. That's what you'll get at AgainstTheNumber.com. At AgainstTheNumber.com, you'll get specialists with decades of experience betting multiple sports at a high level and many sports-specific packages from the NFL to college basketball to cricket to soccer to the European tour that gives you a consistent edge on the sports book. For a highly skilled, reasonably priced team of premium sports handicappers focused on one thing and one thing only, beating the books at their own game. Visit AgainstTheNumber.com. That's AgainstTheNumber.com. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. 
the best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome. He's a genius. All right, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. If we get our guests, we'll throw them on the air. Coming up in the next segment, and after that, too, going to kidnap her, in quotes, Liz Mealy, stand-up comedian at the Punchline, will join us. Um, the news that Artie Moreno has initiated a sale of the Angels, he called it strategic alternatives. I just love the way these rich guys talk through their lawyers. Ridiculous. Well, he paid $184 million for him 19 years ago, and he's going to be getting billions. There's no doubt. They're the Disneyland Angels. <clears throat> That's what they are. And they've changed their name so many times, from Los Angeles Angels to California Angels to Anaheim Angels to Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim to Los Angeles. And why don't you just change their name? I mean, calling yourself Los Angeles is stupid. It's kind of like the San Francisco 49ers who play in Santa Clara, but whatever. That was the established name. I get it. But what people are looking at now <clears throat> is not that Mike Trout's going anywhere, but that maybe Shoei Otani is going to go somewhere. I mean, Otani is going into a walk year, and he's going to demand a massive contract. And he's 28 years old. That's a lot older than Juan Soto. And the new owner already, as I said, has Mike Trout on the books, Anthony Radone on the books. Are they going to do that with Otani? They're going to try. But the crucial point about Otani, who's going to, I mean, he's the reigning AL MVP, a two-way sensation like we've never seen. I mean, we saw it with Babe Ruth, not too many others. As he has not said where he's going next year. Well, we know where he's going next year, the Angels, but he has not said that he's going to sign a contract. All he says is, I want to win games. That's all he said. So let's just say the owner, the new owner, he comes in and he's like, what are we going to do? No, this is what I do if I'm the new owner. I come in like Peter McGowan signing Barry Bonds from Pittsburgh. I just come in and say, Shoei Otani is getting a 10-year contract for $435 million. That's what I would do. And even if his arm falls off, you still have a guy who's going to hit you 35 home runs. So that's what I do. He's going to be here with Trout, and we're going to turn this around. But if you look at other places he could go, the Dodgers have been enamored with Otani since they tried to sign him out of high school. And he chose to play in Japan, as we know, the Dodgers don't have any ill will about that decision, and Andrew Friedman is no stranger to making blockbuster deals as well. But you think about where they could go with this. They have a great catcher in the minors named Diego Cartaya. You look at these young righties like Bobby Miller, Ryan Pepio, Gavin Stone, infielders Miguel Vargas and Michael Bush. The only thing is, if you trade him to the Dodgers, you're trading him to your biggest rival, at least geographically. Which is, uh, which is not good as well. All right, uh, we do have our guests from AgainstTheNumber.com, and they are, <clears throat> ready, a highly skilled team of premium sports handicappers focused on one thing and one thing only, beating the sports books at their own game. They cover every sport worldwide, from the NFL to college basketball to soccer to cricket to tennis to European hockey, and all of them are proven winners. 
yeah, for full season, end of current season, one month, one week, one day, and one year, specialist-specific packages. Their prices are reasonable. Their tra- tracking and distribution process is simple, and their results are real. All right. Well, uh, let's talk to J.D. Sharp, uh, who joins us now. Uh, he's uh, the Minuteman, ready to go. And, uh, J.D., when you think about the uh, as Albert Pujols is chasing 700 and Aaron Judge is chasing 61, uh, what would you rather see if you could be in the park tonight to see Pujols' 700 or to see maybe Aaron Judge's 62? I would, I would rather see Pujols. Honestly, he's had the more storied career. You know, they did some comparison to his numbers. You know, Trout's won, what, three MVPs in his first nine years? Pools, his first nine years, he beats every single statistic outside of stolen bases that Mike Trout has in his first nine years. Wow. So I, I, would, I would prefer Pools, and right now, i got to tell you, I am doing everything I can to purchase as many Albert Pools rookie cards as I can because when that happens, when he hits that 700, and maybe the Cardinals do have that dream season. Imagine if the Cardinals have that dream season and their pitching is really starting to come around. You know, they've already got it offensively. And they win the World Series. And Pujols retires. Imagine what would happen to every single one of his rookie cards when that takes place. But, yeah, I love Judge. I think he's easily the AL MVP, just like I think Goldschmidt's easily the NL MVP. Although, you know, Verlander's stats, you got to look at, what is he, 17-3 and three now with like a one eight seven. ERA for the Astros. I think that if Judge, but Judge's, he's got that seven four WAR. He's got forty eight bombs, one hundred and six RBIs. He's sitting, he's sitting two ninety five. I think he's got fourteen stolen bases, which is kind of an underrated stat. But I think he's probably the MVP. <clears throat> but yeah, if if that happens and and Pujols is able to, to to take home that World Series championship right before he retires, that would just be a uh, it'd be a dream scenario and be great for baseball too. Because again, he's probably the first superstar since Griffey that hasn't had to deal with the, the talk about steroids ever. Now, he had, people didn't think he was you know, 22 years old when he was. They thought he was, they didn't know how old he was, but they never accused him of having a performance enhancing drugs, Rick. No doubt about it. Um, the other thing is, too, and by the way, those um, Tatis cards, we talked about that. They're, they kind of gone the uh, crapper a little bit. All right, but anyway, I know you're, you're maybe not high, but you're a little bullish on the White Sox. Um, last 10 games, 5-5. Five and five. They really got to start picking it up. Tonight, Lance Lynn is on the bump against Lyles in Baltimore. Lynn with an ERA about 5.5. How are you looking at this one? Yeah, strange line. They're only minus 120. They're on the road. Lynn's actually pitched a little better as of late. He started out just horrific. I'm not a huge fan of, of Lyles as a pitcher. Almost every time that I, that I take a Lyles game, I lose. I'm just off for some reason. But um, I would take a look at, at White Sox money line here. It's a, it's a short favorite. If you, I don't know if you pay attention to the lines at all, but the Houston Astros have been a short favorite on the road probably 25 times this year. I'm talking like minus 125, minus 135. And I, I call this a sharp trap. The, the sharp looks at the line and goes, oh, the Astros are losing, but you know, that's just not going to take place. I kind of see, see that same um, scenario here with, with this particular game, and yeah, I am I am high on the White Sox. I like what they have offensively. Uh, Dylan Cease did not pitch well for two games in a row um, last game. Well, he didn't pitch terribly. He gave up like four runs in six innings, and I think he had a one point one six WAR or a WHIP or something like that. 
But, yeah, I, I would take the White Sox here. I wouldn't feel good about it, though. Last question for you. The Yankees have a real good chance to get healthy. They're in Oakland for four, the best team in the league against the worst team in the league. <laughs> the former Yankees first-round pick out of UCLA, Caprillion, on the bump for Oakland. Jamison Tayon, who's got 11 wins, but his ERA is four. Do you see New York sweeping, taking three out of four? Do you see them having a bad uh, series like Seattle did in Oakland? I could see three and one, two and two. I, I don't. I don't think they sweep this. This line is actually kind of low. I wouldn't be shocked at all if Capillion actually pitched okay. I mean, because you've seen the Yankees, they're very capable of just doing nothing because they they, they don't really hit for average. They hit a, a lot of home runs. They don't really steal bases. So if they're not, if if they're against a, a pitcher that isn't overpowering them with fastballs, but is doing pretty well locating slider, changeup, curveball, and then and mixing those in and kind of confusing the hitters. They're, they're not that team that's, that's going to consistently get on base and steal bases like the, the Rays were two years ago, for example. So I wouldn't be shocked at all if the A's actually led after the first five in this particular game. The seven and a half is strange because Teon gets a lot of run support and he gives up a lot of runs. So I, this, this, to me, this looks like a game where, but then again, you know, the Yankees have had a lot of negative press and people, people don't think very highly of them right now. Um, this looks like a game where I think I would probably consider A's run line first five, probably like, what, my, plus 120, something like that, I think would probably be the line. That would be that I, I wouldn't really – you could look at Yankees' money line, but just for the full game, because they, they do have a superior team in pretty much every single aspect. But I could see Caprillion pitching well uh, at home first five here. There he is, J.D. Sharp, againstthenumber.com. J.D., thanks for jumping in, man. Appreciate it. Hey, thanks a lot, Rick. Enjoyed it. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back. Liz Mealy in studio. a book, you can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick and mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing don't wait another day take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print you've already written a book so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to dorns publishing and get your free guide to publishing call right now 800-485-6003 800-485-6003 that's 800-485-6003 Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. 
Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409-800-709-4409-800-709-4409-800-709-4409-800-709-4409-800-709-4409-800-709-4409-800-709-4409-800-709-4409-800-709-4409-800-709-4409-800-709-4409-800-709-4409-800-709-4409-800-
Maybe I didn't know it was radio. No, it was, yeah. Well, everything's podcasted now. Yeah, Plus, it was the pandemic. What also, it, there I, are no I've, rules. I've gotten better. I've gotten better at asking, like, can I curse? But, like, <laughs> if somebody says it's specifically radio, I know to not be myself. But And now that you're in, well, that's before you were just on the phone during the pandemic. Now that you're in here, it kind of feels more like Yeah, radio. no, I'm scared. <laughs> I'm definitely scared. So many buttons. <clears throat> do you not, <laughs> do you not have the, a filter or? You know, the filter is, it's actually harder now because I used to, in the beginning, whatever I got paid for, um, I, I would take anything just to get any work. And so you get more work when you're clean. So I would, I would, you know, oscillate from, you know, I'm not dirty, but like just cursing and being myself to being clean and you make more money clean. So in the beginning is I just wanted to work, but now I don't like being clean. It's not fun for me. I have to, I literally have to study it. So I say no to a lot of clean work unless it's like like a lot of money. So I don't really have to turn my filter on as often as I used to. Mm -hmm. And now it's like just sometimes where like I'm at the airport and I like start talking to somebody and then I scare them. Like I can see their eyes get wide and I was like, Oh, I'm a lot. Like I'm, I'm like the perfect (laughs) amount of crazy on stage. And then when you take, it's like, um, you ever see a celebrity, like you see him in the movies and they're like, wow, what a beautiful person. And you see him, they look kind of emaciated and tiny. And you're like, well, these gremlins look amazing on film. And then they look like kind of like too skinny and weird. That's how, that's my personality. Like it's perfect for the stage. And then you take me off and you're like that. It, she would be homeless for any other reason. <laughs> yeah. There's so many times over the years I've met, especially athletes that look really, and I'm six too. I'm no monster, but I'm like surprised at how little they are. One time it went the other way when I met Andre Agassi, who I thought was a little guy, and he's looking me right in the eye. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's weird that way. Have you ever been uh, starstruck on your on your way up? Um, <clears throat> like featuring for someone? or I don't know if I've ever been star- starstruck, and the weirdest thing is, like, as soon as you kind of do comedy, you kind of are like, oh, I got this. Like, mm-hmm. like, that wouldn't... I would say somebody giving me attention that I didn't expect. So, like, I love Eddie Izzard, mm. and I ended up having the same um, agent as Eddie Izzard for a couple of years. So, um, I think she I think she goes by she now. Right. So, she um, came to, like, she came to, like, a, this showcase show my agency put on in the UK, and I was just like... Like, she was, I was like, because I've seen her and, like, you know, I've had backstage passes and I've talked to her before. But when I knew she was going to watch me, there was, like, I'm, I saw her, the first time I saw her was when I was 14 years old and I became obsessed. Mm-hmm. And I was just, like, speaking of which, I just told somebody recently, um, the reason we know who Eddie Izzard is here is because of Robin Williams. Like, Robin Williams mm. is the reason, like, like, she was already big in the UK and in Europe. And then, I think in the 90s, Robin Williams was the one that fronted the money and was, like, you know, wow. she needs to be here. So, so, but I discovered, you know, her stand up when I was like 14 and just an incredible storyteller and so smart. So like when I knew she was going to see my stuff, I was like, uh, like the same way that you're like, if you were going to be around somebody hot, you're like, I don't know, put on lipstick. I don't know. <laughs> like, I felt like I was just like, ah, oh, punchlines. Like, I just like, I genuinely was like, almost made like uh-huh. made me reconfigure what jokes I was going to do. Cause now Eddie Izzard's going to see me. Right. So I think, um, there's people that have seen my stand-up that, th- thankfully, I didn't know until afterwards they saw it. And that's, like, I take so much pride in it and I work so hard that that's where I get kind of almost, like, after the fact. I'm like, oh, my God, they saw my jokes. They know my jokes. Oh, that's like, cool. Yeah, I remember seeing Eddie. Um, he was on this show last year, I want to say, for his that World War II movie he was in. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a travel show he was on where he was walking around Stockholm or something. And the whole time he was walking around, he was in stilettos. And he was having a tough time. But yeah. I, I love the commitment. He's like, this is how I roll now. Well, I, I saw her um, 
uh, she did the Beacon Theater. Mm-hmm. And again, I, I had the same management, so I had backstage passes. I had these incredible seats. And in the UK, they take a break. They don't, they have like an intermission uh, and they don't have openers. Comes out wearing like this awesome skirt, fishnet stockings, like these boots, you know, knee high boots. And then they take a minute intermission. She comes back whole different outfit i was like did she just beyonce this <laughs> like i was like i didn't like that's where you start to go like mm-hmm. oh i just want to i don't even know if i need to have a lot of money i just i don't make those kind of choices like mm-hmm. i'm just starting to dress a little more feminine on stage 20 years in but before it's like <laughs> oh i'm gonna wear the shirt with the shorter <laughs> sleeves like crazy yeah well i mean like i love the new york comedy scene and and uh i've been to gotham at, you know many times i know that you love that club too and it's mostly just uh, uh, maybe a, a girl will wear a tank top or a guy will wear a, a zip hoodie. Yeah. I mean, that's basically the, the outfit, right? Yeah. I mean, first of all, you're you're running around like like a sensible shoe. Like, you need a sensible <laughs> shoe. Um, there's been times where I've thought of having, like, even the wedges I have, they're boot wedges. So it's like like I can run to, like, catch a train in it. Mm-hmm. Because the truth of the matter is I'm doing two, three spots in a night. You don't, like, everything runs late. And mm-hmm. I'm, I need to get to my shows. Then you want to be comfortable. And then some places are air conditioned. But, like, I just... If I'm going to be out all night in different kind of environments, I, I just want to be comfortable. So I think at the end of the day, I, 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 a sweatshirt and, a, and jeans and right. chucks is like, it's the uniform. What was the most ambitious night where you had like maybe eight spots and you're doing the stand or the strip and the cellar and the VU and just going all over? I had five spots in a night. And the hardest thing is is you're mixing club spots with like either theater shows or bar shows. And, like, I don't really Uber that much. Mm. I try to space them out that I don't have to Uber because I think to spend money to make money in this mm. scenario when you're not making a mm. lot of money. It's expensive is, to Uber It, it does, and it's not that reliable because there's traffic. Like, the subway actually is faster in a lot of instances. So I do my best to space it out that I have at least an hour in between each spot. You can still do, wow. like, five spots. But this was – I just did something dumb because I was, like, opening for Todd Berry. This was, like, maybe six years ago. He wanted me to open for him at this theater, but then I had all these club shows. And, I mean, like, I'm – in an Uber texting Todd, like, I'll be there in five minutes. He's like, you're on right away. Like, it was like, mm. it, it, I don't like that because I don't, I don't want to go on stage stressed. It's my favorite place to be. I don't want to go on out of breath and like, hey, I, like, I, it's, that's not fun for me. Like, I want to be able to relax for at least 50, because like, in general, you should be at your spot at least 15 minutes before. So I want to get there, not be sweaty, not be like, like I want to be able to pee, look at my notes and like enjoy it as opposed to like booking it. I'd rather do three spots than do five if that's. Mm-hmm. Or if somebody does a drop in, hey everybody, it's Dave Chappelle. And it's like, uh oh. Well, that's the thing is like, you know, old Liz would be like, oh my God, I'm on stage. with But like now, you you know, you hear Chris Rock stop by and you're like, I'll just go home. Like, <laughs> it's so funny. I don't even watch anymore. And I think, you know, some places call ahead, some places give you a heads up, but it ruins your schedule. Sometimes you never get on. And the other thing is, it's like, guys, you have, you have SD's number. Like just, mm-hmm. you know, you know, you're affecting everybody. You know, when you do that, you're affecting everybody. I don't understand why you can't even text an hour before so that I don't waste my time. I want my 275 back that I took to get here mm-hmm. and then I want my pay spot but also I don't even it's not even about the money I wanted to perform mm. so it's like I did a show uh, Chris Rock did an hour and a half the show before mine Oof. and I was doing a midnight show so my spot was at 1am and at 230 
I was, it, it looked like an office. I was reading a book. Another guy was on his computer. We all looked like we went back to school. We were sitting in this booth for so long. I thought they were going to cancel the show, too, because it was winter, and all the uh, audience for the sec- that show had to wait outside. I thought it was never going to even happen. But that's where I'm just like, dude, you have a fan base. Right. Like, but- I, I heard Ray Romano was like, I don't want to bump anybody. Like He's really nice. But on the other hand, in December, I was at the Fat Black, and the show was supposed to start uh, right after midnight. It didn't start till one. It was Tom Takar and some other guys, and it was five minutes to three. And of course, I still had to get a slice of pizza. Yeah, yeah. But it was five minutes to three before I got out. We have another segment with Liz Mealy. Make sure you check her out at the world famous Punchline. She had a show last night. She has a show tonight. She has two tomorrow. She has two on Saturday. Uh, as well, and we'll get into your pod. We'll get into your new YouTube special that's coming out as well. And if you'd like to call in, it's one eight hundred eight seven eight play coast to coast one eight hundred eight seven eight seven five two nine. Rick Tittle and Liz Mealy, come on back on Sports Byline. from mom here i go <clears throat> bundling home and auto with progressive can save you money on your car insurance no kidding oh all right I, i'm sorry i added that last part in you can edit that out right or you can keep it in if you like i mean my opinion is i, I think it's good i think other people my age would like it very relatable I mean, progressive can't save you from becoming your parents but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto progressive casualty insurance company affiliates and other insurers discounts not available in all states or situations how would you like to publish and sell your own audiobook? Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. You'll choose from one of our many voice actors. Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Consumers are mobile these days, and having an audiobook helps authors reach a larger customer base, which increases book sales. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network does it all for you. We hold your hand throughout the entire production process. We'll create an audiobook that you can be proud of. It doesn't cost or take as much time as you may think. In fact, for us, it's pretty easy. It's what we do. If you've got a published print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, give Audiobook Network a call right now and get our free audiobook guide. 800-514-0521. 800-514-0521. That's 800-514-0521. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153. 800-943-2153. 
800-943-2153. That's 800-943-2153. How long does it take to tackle a home project? With Angie, you could cross it off your list before this ad is over. Just tell us what you need. Indoor or outdoor, repair or redesign. And we handle the rest. Sending a top pro to get it done. You don't have to lift a finger, except to tap the screen or click the mouse. Plus, Angie is free to use. So bring us your next home project, and we'll bring it home. Download the app or go to Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com to get started. To me, it's like a mountain. A vast bowl of pus. his servants. Uh, I don't have any servants. Welcome back to this show. Liz Mealy in studio. Glad to have her and you can see her in person tonight at the Punchline or a couple chances tomorrow, a couple chances on Saturday night as well. And uh, Liz and I were just talking off the air about the Edinburgh Fringe Festival and I and uh, I knew it was a long time. I thought it was 3 weeks. It's a month. It's a and month. I you know, I heard about barking for your own shows and I didn't realize just how many shows that you actually would do every day during that. Yeah, so my show every night was at like 5.40. So I do an hour every night at 5.40. Then at 9.20, I would do, I did the showcase show where me and four other comics did 20 minutes. But then I would do a 3 a.m. show. I would do a noon show. I would, And you would do these shows to kind of give like a taster. You do 10 minutes and then you would exit flyer to be like, oh, if you want to see more of it, I'm at this venue at this time. And then I would hand out flyers. I hired people to flyer for me, but I also it's Times Square on acid. It's mm. crazy. If you look at the streets, it's littered with flyers. It's a million people trying to get to see your show. It's really about the press and people coming out. I was like pretty far into a contest, so that got me some press. Um, I had a really good PR person, so I got press coming in. People came to my show. I was at the time talking a lot about mental illness in my family and stuff like that. And even with it going well, even having good turnout, even being at a good venue, it still was one of the hardest things I ever did. And I remember, so I I had really good turnouts, but there was just one day where only two people showed up. And in a normal situation, you would cancel the show because who's going to do – I'm exhausted. It's like three weeks into my thing. And so I was like, so it's canceled? She's like, no, you do the show. I go, I'm not doing a show for two people. She goes, you have to. And I go, I can't see straight. This isn't going to be enjoyable for them. Now I'm holding two people hostage with my feelings. Like I was like, I'm, I'm, I was like, let's just give them tickets to another show. And so she's like, oh, I have to get approval. So she goes. They go to ask for approval. They say no. She comes back. I start crying. Mm. Like I was so tired wow. and I was so exhausted. I start crying. And so she goes. 
let me ask again. <laughs> so she leaves, comes back. They're like, you can cancel it. And I go, cool. And I go, give me a second. And I just turn around and I just start hysterically crying. Like I just, uh-huh. I was just so tired. And like, I'm telling you, guy comics, female comics, everybody warned me that you just get so exhausted. But it was like, I felt like I was like on a period for like two years. I was like all the emotions that I had been holding inside. And like, I don't drink. So I was still staying out late at night and, and doing all this stuff. But I was doing shows. I was talking to people. It's like, and I'm an intro. So all this like hanging out with people and talking to people and schmoozing and telling people about your show and flyering and performing. I was, I, I, it was, it was like, it's like summer camp, but it was like the hardest I ever worked. I remember, um, one time I just went to the cellar. I had tickets, but I went on some night just to see what happened. And it's crazy how sold all sold out sold out it all is. And I looked at the list, and three of the people had been in here. And I thought, ah, can I pull a string? And I thought, you know what I'll do? I'll go down to the Greenwich Village Comedy Club, which is like a block down. And you go down that little staircase, yeah. and there's like you know 15 seats. Yeah. And I love it because it's ground zero, and people running their sets. And and there was a handful of us there. And out of the five people, I think maybe one has a real chance. The other ones are just trying, and they're not there yet. But one guy actually came out, and he looked at the ten of us, and he said, what the hell am I doing here? What what am I doing with my life? And at first, I thought that was his shtick. No, he was... Having a meltdown. (laughs) Yeah, he was having a meltdown. He was like, well, I'm not going to do jokes for you. There's only ten people here, and I should just go home. And I was thinking, oh, my gosh, this is... I'm going to do an intervention. Yeah. But... The times you've thought that and you just got to like power through, right? Well, the truth of the matter is I have done every scenario of a show. I have performed for two people. I have done Mm -hmm. every scenario uh, that you can think of. People in a bar eating that don't want to be there. People that are excited but nobody showed up. Full, I mean, two, three thousand seat theaters. Like I have done every type of scenario and they all have their benefits. That two person show has its benefits. I am where I am because I didn't say no to any of these crappy shows. But the truth of the matter is that guy that's going, what am I doing here? Yeah, it's hard in the beginning and you have to earn it. And you, if you can entertain a awkward 10 seater room, you can entertain anybody. Mm. And I also, I love to just make people laugh Dude, making the checkout woman at the grocery store laugh when she's just scanning and she's barely present, that's my favorite. (laughs) Those are my favorite moments where, like, I look like a child, you don't want to be here, and the next thing I know, I've connected with you and I made Mm. you laugh. That's my favorite. So if I can do that for a room of people, if I can Mm -hmm. do that, you know, on a podcast or in any situation, I get so excited because that's why I got into this is, is, you know, don't get me wrong. I get angry. I get mad at people. Sometimes I'm like, these people don't like me and why am I here? But the truth of the matter is I want to find some form of connection that brings us all together and then laugh about it. When was your first laugh on stage where you got the hook? Oh, I, I started when I was 16. Mm-hmm. So I did I did a bringer show, which is when you bring sure. get guests. I did a bringer show at the cellar. I brought a couple of girlfriends. You got to the cellar at 16? Yeah, because some, somebody... Who wrecked you? Um, there was this younger comic. At the time, you know, I was... I was a junior in co- in high school wow. and he you know now looking back he was an open micer but he had been doing it a year and in my mind I was like oh he knows everything and he was like oh you should do this and so we did um I had a friend that had uh uh an aunt and uncle that lived in Brooklyn. We slept on their floor. We did like a whole spring break thing. They got pierced, da da da, da and like at the end, I did stand up. And so it was my girlfriends that came out, a friend's mom, and um, and I mean, I this is what's crazy is I've always used um. 
I think I actually think there's a lot of disordered eating in my family, but we you we take things away as a way to make us do stuff. So I was I loved Coca Cola. I was always drinking Coca Cola. People would give it to me as a gift, um, and I quit I quit smoking and I quit drinking Coke. I was just drinking water and I quit smoking as a way to get me to do it because I had wanted to do it when I when I was 15, but I was scared. Mm-hmm. And so there's a picture of me smoking a cigarette, chugging a Coke after I got off stage because that was my reward because I hadn't done it for six months because I was trying to get myself to do this thing I said that I wanted to do. Wow. But I I read enough books, you know, this is before podcasts and all this stuff, you know, there was, I read a, you know, Margaret Cho had a book and she had started at 15 and Dave Chappelle started at 14 and Chris Rockstar at 17. There's all these people I love that started when they were younger that made it seem like it was possible. But the biggest thing for me was I did not express myself at all. I mean, my friends didn't really know me. I was in a speak when spoken to kind of family. And this was like, I was living like an alternative life. Like my jokes were things I never had told anybody, even my friends. And so I knew enough from reading all these books that it was hard in the beginning. Not It didn't all do well. But if you got any kind of connection, you could build off that. And I think I got like three laughs. And I was like, this is it. I didn't bomb the whole time. So even just, and I... I don't know. These books were always like, it takes 10 years to find your voice and it's going to take a while. And because that was reinforced in every little article and whatever, I, I didn't feel like I had to be perfect in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And I was willing to do the work. And like, I'm, I'm dyslexic. I was never, I was a good student in the sense that I got A's, but I cheated. I got the mm-hmm. A so I could leave the house because I lived in this strict family. I did not learn anything in school at all. <laughs> But I loved reading <laughs> right. because if I cared about the subject, I loved like I. It's funny we just went to like this. Um, uh, it was we were in Chinatown, so it was like um, how the Chinese military helped during World War II, and my brother wanted to go to this like museum, and we're looking at it, and I was like, I've read about this. Like I was reading so much about World War II and Vietnam. I loved reading like anything about history. It took me forever, but I loved reading about comedy, and because there was so little on it, like I read a whole book on Charlie Chaplin when I was fourteen years old. It was nine hundred pages, wow. and every day at dinner, my dad would be like, "What did you?" Learn about Charlie Chaplin, mm-hmm. but I'm dyslexic. It took me forever. Finally, I'm at page 800, and he goes, "How's it going?" I was like, "Dude, he's 90. When does he die? <laughs> he's just like banging 15 year olds. This yeah. book is horrible." Like did I was he, like, I, "Did he marry a 14 year old?" Oh yeah, he like married like two 15 year olds. <laughs> like, he, and he just kept getting older and older. And you're just like, "Ugh." Um, and I'm like, "I'm trying to learn how to be a good comic, and all I'm learning about is like get him young." I'm like, "This is a horrible." <laughs> and it was so long. It was so long. But I read about Lenny Bruce um, mm-hmm. uh, at the time. Um, Oh, what is his name? Mort Saul? I, I was on Mort Saul. I loved Sid Caesar. Oh, so yeah. I loved Show up Ma- shows. Oh, my God. So I got into Mel Brooks. I was obsessed with Mel Brooks. And then Mel Brooks, you know, started under Sid Caesar. So then I started to get into Sid Caesar. My dad would tape, like, mm-hmm. these things about Sid Caesar. So I fell in love with Sid Caesar. And I just and everybody that Sid Caesar helped. And, sure. and I... So most of my kind of comedy education is old school because they were biographies. But then clearly now, as more people have written books, podcasts, whatever, you can get anything. But the coolest thing my dad ever bought me, I was 18 years old. I was going off to college and he loved NPR. So Terry Gross had interviewed all these comedians and she made like a two disc box set of all these um, Mm. Terry Gross interviews with like Robin Williams and Colin Quinn and Drew Carey. And this is how I became friends with Maz Jabrani. So um, it was, I got this in 2003, I started in 2002, and um, she had interviewed Ahmed Ahmed and Maz Jabrani because they were Middle Eastern comedians doing comedy post 9-11. Mm. I thought they were so funny. So I wrote to them. I wrote to both of them wow. and, and was like, hey, I'm 18 years old. I've been doing this for a little bit. Um, I would love any advice. Ahmed Ahmed I met in Malaysia like 15 years later. Maz got back to me right away. He's like, I'm in New York. Happy to get coffee with you and you know, 
ask you, you know, answer anything you want. Um, could you make me a copy of that CD? And that's oh. how we became friends. Wow. And so what's it like now when you go to like the olive tree and you sit at the comics table with Colin Quinn now? He recommended me for the seller. Yeah. He's he's become such a good friend. He's an angel. There's like so many like little guardian yeah. angel comics. Joe List told me that Colin Quinn gave him money when he was poor. Like he just he, looks out for you guys. He is the kindest person I have ever met, and just just like he's just there for you. And like and he pays attention. And he but he's also honest. Like I asked him to retweet something something once, and he was like, Nah, I don't do that. But I got you, girl. And then I I self produced my last special, and I go, I know you don't retweet. But would you? And he goes, <laughs> no, but yes. And then he retweeted it. And like, he's just like, I don't know. He, he is, he, especially when I asked him if he would recommend me, he's like, I don't understand why you're not already there. And I, I mean, I, I messaged him. He goes, give me a second. Then he goes, send me a tape. Then he goes, you have an audition in two days. Like he, like, wow. like within, I would say an hour of me messaging him, I had an audition and wow. within two days I was passed. And that's, that was SD watched you. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he, but like he, and then every time I got a spot, he's like, yeah, girl. Like he's just, I've never seen somebody just so, um, he's just there for you. Like he mm-hmm. wants people to succeed and he cares. And he, and like you watch what he does. He cares. I love how historical, very much an Eddie Izzard kind of mm-hmm. craft as well, where he like deep dives into everything he talks about. And I mean, he's clearly a comics comic, but like, I don't know anybody that's not as bel- more beloved than Colin Quinn. No doubt. We'll take another quick break and we'll come out and we'll close it out with Liz Mealy. She is at the punchline right here in San Francisco. Come on back. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417. 800-871-9417. 800-871-9417. 
That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. Listen up, guys. Are you experiencing any of the following? Fatigue, less drive, poor performance? If so, you may be one of the nearly 30 million men in the U.S. today dealing with ED. But did you know you don't have to pay hundreds for a prescription anymore? And you don't have to deal with the hassle of seeing the doctor or the embarrassment of going to the pharmacy for a certain pill. Now, with one free call, you can find out how Herbal Virility Max can help you feel like a man again. For over a decade, Herbal Virility Max has helped guys just like you put a smile back on their face with improved performance and drive. Call today and ask about our buy one, get one free offer. Don't ask Rick Tittle to bring it, because it already done got brought. All right, an amazing time with Liz Mealy headlining the Punchline, a show tonight to tomorrow to on Saturday right down here on Battery Street. And we should mention coming out on the 6th, your YouTube special, The Ghost of Academic Future. And we know, like we've been talking about a lot of your New York buddies putting their specials on YouTube, and it turns out now that is the correct decision. Yeah. Tell us a little bit more about the special. Yeah, so uh, so this new special, I recorded it in April. I wrote m- most of this during the pandemic. Uh, it's funny because I had a couple fans come to the show yesterday, um, and I did this thing called Zoom Diner, which is uh, basically what me and my friends would do uh, in general, we would in between spots, if we had time to kill, we'd go to a diner, get some food, and you'd be like, hey, I've been working on this bit, and this line works, but this line isn't working. Do you, like, and then usually it's, you don't even give tags half the time. You're just like, you ask them a question they didn't ask themselves, and it just puts you in a different, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's where we should go. Mm-hmm. So, so you know, I spent so much time in diners working on bits and helping people that I was like, I don't want to be in the pandemic doing my old stuff and losing confidence in it because it's not the same hit-in-the-face laughter. I want to write new stuff. So basically, I would get two of my friends. I would do five minutes, and then they would be like, hey, have you thought of this? Or, you know, I actually heard that perspective before. Have you thought about this? And it was like sometimes it was funny. Sometimes you watch us improve a bit. Sometimes we're just making fun of each other, and each person would do that, and it was like pay what you can, and we would have hundreds of people come and just watch us basically do what we would do in a diner. And usually I just do it with a couple of friends. I, I don't normally do this with everybody occasionally you have a friend that's like like Matthew Burchard would be like hey have you thought of this line I'd be like I'll try it but for the most part I just write with a couple of friends this was actually a cool experience where I just asked anybody that I wanted anybody that I liked I was friends with I mean Judah Friedlander did one of the first ones Mm. Alonzo Bowden did one Mm -hmm. um uh, uh, I, I'm trying to think, uh, DC Benny, um, uh, 
so we, I would just have anybody, you know, Adrian Appalucci, Carmen Lynch, like anybody that I thought would be fun on it. And it was like a cool bonding experience because sometimes you'd be like, hey, that's not my perspective. But knowing your voice, have you thought of this? And oh, actually, I saw you do a set two years ago and you talked about this. You might not talk about it again, but maybe there's a way to tie that back in. Mm. They'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was just so that you basically got to see the behind the scenes and people loved it. it I was doing it um, uh, every two weeks for half the pandemic. I would bet Adrian was the darkest. I bet you she got an abortion joke in there. Adrian's the funniest person in the world. She's <laughs> I saw like, her at Gotham, and I'm like, this is going to get dark, and it was. <laughs> she's my best friend. I love her with my whole heart. I don't even agree with everything she says, but there's nobody funnier than She said Adrian. she came out at Gotham in December, and she's like, who here has uh, adopted a baby? And a couple people clapped, and she goes, I don't want somebody else's garbage. <laughs> Liz Mealy, everybody, we're out of time. Make sure to check out at the punchline, the special coming out on the sixth, the uh, the podcast, the book. It's all there. Go to LizMealy.com. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. Great stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. Tomorrow, come on back. We don't have brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Great way to end the show.